0: there's a feeling
1: of agitation Caused by the presence or an imminence of danger You Why do you think people believe in ghosts?
0: I do am so oh, sorry you, right 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 you not anymore A last fire will Behind those eyes that house will rock There's a presence
2: in the house with me I can't hurt if you don't believe I suggest you leave that house, leave that house. It's not even real It's
3: all part and parcel, the whole
4: genie gig Phenomenal cosmic power!
2: Oh, I look different too. I've had an upgrade.
4: What? Touch it. No! Oh, no! No!
2: Sorry. The face.
3: What's going on? You leave her alone!
4: Who are you? Andrew. No. Andrew? Yes. But Andrew's a robot.
2: Yes, I am. Well, now an android.
4: He's had an upgrade.
2: I know that.
3: Oh. Hello.
4: You know him? Yes. You know me? Yes. Who are you? I'm Little Miss. No. Yes.
2: That's Little Miss. No. No? No. No,
4: No. that's Portia. Portia? Yes. Portia? Yes. Who's Portia? My granddaughter.
3: Your granddaughter?
4: Yes. Yes.
3: Is this some kind of trick? No. You're Little
5: Miss? Yes. Then what right do you have to look like her? There is, and can be,
4: only one little miss. Really? Yes. It's a genetic resemblance, Andrew. Sometimes it skips a generation.
5: I don't care. I don't like it.
4: I can see that. But if you took a moment, which I see you're not inclined to do right now, you'd realize Portia and I are very different people.
3: Why is she imitating you? (laughs) What's so funny? You are. I'm not
2: trying to be funny. Things have certainly changed around here.
4: That happens after 20 years. I have so much to tell you. Come. Come with me. It is you. Yes.
1: Portia.
0: Hello, my friend.
1: Hello, little miss.
3: Whose daughter is she?
0: Lloyd's.
2: Ah, uh, now the rudeness makes sense. Let me show you how this is done. Hold the glass up and examine the wine against the light. You're looking for color and clarity. Now, stick your nose in it. There's some strawberry. Oh, there's just a flutter of like a, like a nutty Edam cheese. When do we drink Now. Are you chewing gum?
0: No. Spit it out. Please don't okay. open it. Jack! Get married on Saturday. Here's my last week of freedom. We're gonna play some golf, eat some great food, and we're gonna send you off in
3: style. It's gonna be great. It's these girls want to party
0: with us. If they
3: want to drink Merlot, we're drinking Merlot. No, if anybody orders Merlot on
2: Leave, and I am
1: not drinking any Merlot! Oh, I don't back that's my place. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tonight we are celebrating Miles book deal. Published author. Oh!
1: Often. What's the title?
2: The day after yesterday.
0: Oh. You mean today? Um yeah. Why did you tell them that my novel was being published? You have been officially depressed for like two years now. We're gonna go have some fun, Miles. Do you remember fun? If a woman finds out how I live
2: and I'm not a published author, any interest she has is gonna evaporate real quick.
0: You guys should stay for the weekend.
2: No, we have to get back for the rehearsal dinner.
5: What
0: rehearsal dinner? All I can say is that. My-
2: In the Just now I could have told you some story, but I didn't. I told you the truth. I, I spent three years trying to extricate myself from a relationship that was full of deception.
3: I am not Jack.
2: but it's not
3: safe. All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. You don't like my point of view, but I'm insane.
5: That's it. screw you and your college flunkies I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else I know what you guys are trying to do break me down drive me out of the force well it's gonna take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge so fuck you
4: over did you miss me Hello,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Hello. uh, Welcome back to uh, Inside Movies Galore. I am your host, David uh, Stregge. Well, one of your hosts. So, uh, tonight, uh, I'm going to hand you over to the uh, man who is about to be tarred and feathered. uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Brandon, why don't you give uh, give us a lowdown on what, uh, what film we are going to watch
2: here. Well, today we're actually doing the uh, film sideways, Um, and I have, of course, the director here. But I did not do it. But of course, we have Paul Giamatti as our as our resident star of the film, and this isn't and Alexander Payne being the director of said film. Mm -hmm. Of course, this kicks off our month of Second Chances, which uh, which essentially is a month of films that we all really did not like on first viewing, but for the sake of the audience's sick pleasures, we have decided <laughs> to try and revisit these films in order to see if maybe we were wrong in disliking them in the first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, uh, I can say that I, am not, uh, I did not hate it as much as the first time, but, of course, open your uh, bottle of Pinot or Marlowe, if you, uh, if you wish, and uh, join us as we discuss the movie sideways
3: yeah crack the uh, so kids we about to get swerved up in there oh,
2: <laughs> actually as Dustin recently commented on our uh, group chat these people are miserable and they deserve it <laughs> not, not you guys
3: listening the people in the fucking movie <laughs>
2: Let's okay. But us uh, in any case uh, Kim why don't we start with you on this since, uh, since you're here um, was this your first time watching the film
4: um, no, I saw this movie probably not long after it came out. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it. I want to say I bought the DVD or I, oh, I'm dating myself right here. I rented it from Blockbuster, I think. I can't remember exactly, but it. I was going through a phase where I was like, I need to drink more wine and less tequila shots because I was out of college at this point. I was like, <laughs> I need yeah. to grow up, so I drink my wine and I hated wine. <laughs> and at this point I was drinking below, I uh, didn't particularly like it. And then <laughs> I realized, okay, so that's Pinot Noir. So I remember going to oh Jesus, of all places, Big Lion and getting a bottle of mm. Pinot Noir and I was like, What the hell does he what is he so into Pinot Noir for? Sorry, cracking and I taste it. I said, "Holy f s," because I'm not <laughs> sure if we can trust this. And I was like, "Damn, this mess is good. It's rich. It's sexy." But <laughs> what? That was like, is this a wine? Is this how wine should taste? It tastes sexy, and yeah. But I, um, yeah, I didn't really relate to the characters. I liked the movie because it was well-acted, but I remember thinking, oh, my God, is this what middle age looks like? Because it sucks. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was, like, in my early 20s at the time, I was like, oh, I hope well, I'm not that. as miserable when these bastards are, when I get to see that It well,
3: comes back around in, in that you can now, like, for me, especially after seeing this again, I can look at... <laughs> Like my friends list and see my friends that go wine to wine tastings and be like, you lame motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 That's what you guys are doing.
4: So, <laughs> I remember, of course, like when you were at that age, when you were in your early 20s, and of course, everything uh, is uh, cosmopolitans and vodka tonics, even though no one drank that shit and to kill shots you know because again you're post-collegiate at that age Mm -hmm. and you're like wine You're oh you're bougie oh you fancy okay okay we have
3: very different lives
4: (laughs) (laughs) and now in in my 30s i'm like yeah okay so let's go to wine tasting and let's do this let's do like our babe our our staycation honeymoon after we got married we what? did a lot of wine tastings. We went to, like, vineyards and stuff around the area.
3: No, and I don't doubt that that was super special. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I love you both, but there's going to be a lot of jokes about how lame that is in this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let <laughs> me
4: okay. just go ahead and say this, dude. Like, that was all after we paid for that wedding. And our, as a as Booty Jake, our wedding was, you know... Mm-hmm. It's quite fancy. Mm-hmm. I did pay for that wedding, though. We couldn't afford a honeymoon, nor mm-hmm. could we afford to take time off from work to go on a honeymoon. That's, that's
3: right.
4: So we had a staycation, and <laughs> to, yeah, not to, not,
5: an to ma- not to mention it's that they have seven. gone insane in Virginia, coming up with new wineries and new breweries. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's the thing nowadays. <laughs>
3: We can go and it up at one of those and go visit like a haunted church or some shit. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I think Go to a haunted <laughs>
4: plantation and go <laughs> see like a... A oh, crazy
3: reason that slave owner. <laughs> oh. yeah. I want to go to some rock that they probably sacrificed witches on. Like, let's do that after. <laughs> okay,
2: this is Virginia, not Salem,
4: Massachusetts. <laughs> I, I don't know
3: my what East Coast geography. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it exists,
5: the so so that is ancient, and it does have an well, ancient graveyard, and it is right <laughs> across from a place
4: that does haunted rides every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there
3: was witches burned in Virginia too. Come on.
4: And to be fair, but, the part of the state. That Brandon and Jacob and I live in now. I actually grew up in this part of the state, and when I was in private schools, we took a lot of vaca- uh, field trips to plantations. Mm-hmm. It was quite racist. She went to a haunted college. Yeah. Okay, what else?
3: <laughs> <It was fun. laughs> Find out haunted vineyard. We've got the both best of both worlds. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> still, uh Samoa, uh, is this your first time watching uh, Sideways? It is. Uh, no, it's not. It's my first time really watching it, though. (laughs) And, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of middle of the ground on it, man. The first half of it is, like, a long way to the dentist's office, but it's really depressing, and there's, like, a bad bad posture fucking frowning at you the whole time. And then the second half of it gets kind of fun, you know? So that was pretty much my takeaway. Overall, from it this this first time, I don't really know wine culture or things like that.
4: But, uh, okay, so grand's uncle would be looking at you like all side eye and shit like that, like you don't know wine.
3: Well, but I would say if it's if it's like this dude made it out to be for new people getting into it, it probably shouldn't be surprising that less people know about it. You know? It is pretentious.
4: Sort of like, I mean, yeah, I there's not that thing. Like I'd much rather
3: be out there with the dude in like his cranberry slicks or something and we're just trying some good wine in his bogs or, but but they don't go grapes and bogs, but you guys know what I mean. Like I wanna be with yeah. that dude. Not that like, sniffed in their glasses. I just want him to be like, put that in you. You
2: know? I <laughs> think what you do is you go to a cranberry wine, then you can have wine in bugs. Yes. The one was
5: definitely less pretentious. He was just kind of going along for the ride. But See, that, was,
2: yeah,
3: I could relate to Jack. that dude a bit oh, in yes, those yes. situations. Not as scumbaggery, but I could relate right. to that part.
4: Well, Mo, you wouldn't like our friend Mac around here. He owns several whiskey bars in the restaurant in the area. <laughs> and he does not do shots, he, he makes you taste the liquor. Like, he gets these always good tequilas and stuff, so he's kind of like Paul Giamatti's character, but for whiskey and scotch. What's wrong right. with that? <laughs> yeah. What's <Well, exactly>. yeah. <laughs> wrong like, <laughs> <laughs> so with that? let Instead of being like, <laughs> a pretentious
3: d about it, when you see the friend that's like, I just want to blast him, bro. You just Thank pull out like a cheaper bottle, and you're like, "Well, there you go."
4: Yeah, there you go. One of his restaurants now. Just like, can I have some tequila? And he's like, I'm like, "I don't freaking care. Give me a tequila." Yeah. And he's like, he's like, "Bish! You need to, you need to sip this. Sip it." I waited for him to walk away. I shot that mess. He comes back. the <laughs> thing. I'm like, "Oh, boo! It's good. It was so damn good." Honestly, I, I've never I been. I don't on this damn wine trip with Paul G and Maya like. Ooh, it was good! Yeah! it's uh, they to me right now.
3: I've never I'm been not. in a position where somebody told me I needed to sniff something. But if it, <laughs> if, if they did, I think I would need to excuse myself to drink a tall boy on the patio or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, not to stop. Not Realize that
3: this. there's actually people like that that exist, but yeah.
4: I actually went through Coffee Master training, and when you're getting tastings of coffee,
3: mm-hmm. you do have to sniff it. That, that makes sense, though. No, I <laughs> do wish, that I, uh, uh, with co- uh, coffee making, I
0: do wish that I could uh, make something just as brilliant in my Green Hornet coffee. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I, I, so I, I, I do I do have to say, though, when I worked as a service bartender at the country club, there was one day where it was just an hour where those of us who worked, the, the, re- the, 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 the wait staff and the bar staff, we came in for an hour in the afternoon, and we did wine tastings to learn about wine. And I'm like, that is for, for pound for pound, like the best thing I can think of that I've done to on on
4: uh, being paid for. You know oh. what I mean? I would say this: if it. you go <laughs> to the if you go to the white right, the, the right sorry right the right vineyard, David, can I cuss? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so you know the right thing you can get fucked up. So, the year that Brandon and I actually got together and started dating, um, our mutual friends, they took me out because I was, like, depressed and I was there at summer or whatever. So, they took me to Mellow Beach, and then we came back, and, like, a couple weeks later, they took me to Charlottesville area to go to different wineries. Now, anyone who knows, like, Charlottesville, Virginia, besides all the bullshit that happened with that rally a couple years ago, there are tons of wineries around there. Oh, yeah. Including the Trump Winery, and I remember we were going to go to that one, but we ended up not doing that thing, thank God. This is 2012 before we, we moved up. would have gotten poisoned. <laughs> well, it wasn't open anyway, since so this is in 2012. So, we ended up at, like, several different other ones, including the one that's owned by the guy from Dave Matthews' van. And that was actually the best one we went to. And because it was, like, a random day in the end of the summer... We got double and triple pours of different wines and stuff at every vineyard we went to. And it was like, we would get the whole flight. We're like, okay, here, let you taste ten different wines, and we're getting double pours. And the girls would be, like, heavy on the pours and shit. And I'm like, okay, who drove again? <laughs> Nick, you drove? Um...
3: Sounds like by the <laughs> end of that shit, you could fly home like fucking <laughs> one of those dreams that you see. I, like, <laughs> I, I know
4: it's 2012 and shit, but like, is Uber in Virginia yet? Because mm-hmm. we're kind of fucked right now. Well, it's only, let's see,
5: it's only about 90 miles back to Hope. All right, something like no, that. But we were still,
4: no, we were all the shots while a mixed house at the time. It uh, was so, like, me. Sarah, Joe, our friend Eric, who ain't a part of the group anymore, all stay at Nick's house. Like, let's go to Whole Foods, get some some food, and cook. And we went back to his house and cooked dinner, still drunk. Got some more freaking wine from Whole Foods, got some cider and stuff. I don't know how we last that day, but I'm telling you right if you go to the right wineries, you can get fucked up. And it's fun. When you get some bougie-ass people, you're like, hey, we're going to pretend like we rich today. Yeah, even on, even on that
3: nerd tip of it, like that is one thing I did take away from actually watching them fuck with it in the movie was like, yeah, that seems like it would be interesting to learn about and fun mm-hmm. if there, you, you weren't being made to feel like a dick for not knowing all the etiquette about it or something.
4: Right. I you remember know, like we we did encounter a couple like that at during our staycation honeymoon, babe, in Waynesboro. Yeah. I was like, ah, well, I taste. I taste oh sage in this one, and I'm looking like motherfucker. I taste wine. Yeah, that's when you roll
3: up on him, you give him the Z snap, and you tell him you the type of motherfucker that wears a turtleneck when your mom's not making you. You know.
5: and, <laughs> well, and what was that? It was like he had that one part where you something like, in did he A soup salt of. Um, Asparagus? And, oh, he got um,
4: wild <laughs> with that shit. he said Susan, what it? Hey, Oh, it? he said Susan, I said, oh, this motherfucker didn't. That is going too far. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love how on like, the next one, that guy just said it was oaky, too, because that's what you say when you don't know how to it. it's oaky. It's like, oaky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they,
4: didn't, they didn't age us in oak barrels. Oh, well, the shit takes okie to me, bitch.
2: What's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lover to Delouve. Is this your first time seeing the film? No, it's not my first time uh, uh, seeing the film, but this is
0: my first time paying attention to the film.
3: <laughs> Alright. Uh, we probably and that Girlfriend, made us watch it, Chloe. <laughs> no, uh, I randomly picked,
0: uh, picked it up from my... My mom used to run a resale shop here in Milwaukee, and I think it came in. And I'd heard things about it in in the film world, and I just randomly took it home and bought it, and uh, uh, I I put it in for a a viewing, and I never and watched it. Put it back on the shelf. Never thought much of it. So uh, uh, now I'm returning to it. uh, Have returned to it. And it's it's okay. I mean, as far as uh, wine uh, wine tasting in wine country and seeing a little bit of that background, a little bit, uh, eh, I, I I don't know. It, it was mediocre to me. It was. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I, I'm I'm neutral to it at at, at this moment. Uh, Lovett, he's kind of an annoying prick. Um. You see him in George of the Jungle, and whenever I think of Paul Giamatti, I think of him as an orangutan. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I,
3: I just, I, I see him in a, a, a orangutan.
5: better than thinking of him as a rhino.
3: <laughs> I will say, back to our point of conversation earlier, I think I'm approaching the levels where I might be comfortable kissing a Paul Giamatti.
5: <laughs>
3: i thought about it you weren't here for it Ken. we were uh, i mean can you imagine <laughs> kissing that, that hunch shoulder little man like, <laughs> but see that's the thing you can imagine it being like one of those things where it would it could really suck but it could also be one of those things where it's like mind-blowing like damn
4: giamatti he actually might be a damn good kisser. I yeah, know, know. you other motherfuckers, touch, They like... gotta make up somehow.
0: They up that. a big
4: that. dick or they can kiss.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, if you really want to throw a wrench into that whole line of thought, I would have thought watching the movie this time. It, does anyone else feel that Miles is a grown up Charlie Brown? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Charlie yeah, Brown's, were like, 35 years old and really depressed me. Right. Well, I, 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 I think he he he'd be past. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I just can't see Charlie Brown, like, stealing from his parents or, like, robbing his little sister. Hey, hey, hey,
5: hey, hey, that, that Lucy bitch was a horrible influence on him. Just yeah. just grew, grew up all, uh, twisted. <laughs> so
2: that was Jim Mon's first one. I
4: mean, that was the one that's... Yeah, actually, right. Lucy actually accepting an invitation to Linus' wedding, you know, despite the fact that she's divorced from Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, even though I'm not with your friend, I am gonna come oh. to the wedding and bring my new bitch with me.
3: Well, if I was in that situation, <laughs> I'm going to all my fucking, <laughs> all those weddings, dude. <laughs> i gonna get up and then come out of the fucking cake in my underwear even though it's not hollowed out. when <laughs> this was also bringing everything that has a tail. <laughs> well, 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 so, maybe, Jake, e-
2: what's up? even though I know, this is, uh, I know the answer to this question, uh, was this just first feeling of sideways?
5: Not at all. And actually, to be honest, when this film came out, I was going through my movie critic phase. So I was probably, um, I was nowhere near as pretentious as Miles is with wine. But I was definitely into what was the artsy fair and whatever. Even so, I had seen both of Alexander Payne's previous films, and I thought *The election and the Schmidt were both overrated. So I kind of saw this and wondered about it. And it's kind of funny how I first saw it. I did see it in theaters, and I went with my dad. We actually were going to see The Aviator, but didn't bother to check the showtimes, so we ended up seeing Sideways instead. And then we tried again and saw so Lemony Snicket. And then on the third try, we saw The Aviator.
3: I still haven't <laughs> seen the fucking Aviator, bro. I, well, not. Uh, I kind of wanted to for like a while.
5: But um, we both we saw it, and I loved it, and Dad was very puzzled and disappointed by the end. Uh, but he must have liked it, because the copy I have is the one I inherited from him, so he he did have it. I've seen the film, mm, maybe five times, I couldn't tell you for sure, uh... And I have always liked it. Um, I will admit that the characters, for the most part, are unlikable. Hmm. Um, Maya is far and away the most likable of the bunch. Um, but Miles is, but, you know, because like Jack is a is a womanizing cad. He's likable otherwise, but he's a womanizing cad. Miles is a full blown four alarm alcoholic, even though they don't say it in the film. And narcissist, Um, and narcissist, and depressive, and (laughs) battle. Yes, but again, a lot of that's the alcoholism. So you know, it's so it's it's kind of hard to really, 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 really root for the characters. But it's a very well crafted film. The nominal score, the film got ringed when it wasn't up for a, a music Oscar. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it was fun for me to watch, but it was on the very, very, very artsy end of the scale. <laughs> um, but of yeah. mm. films, the only one I enjoy more was The Descendants. So, yeah.
3: I think it's, it's 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 a case of the characters aren't supposed to be likable though, really, are they? For the most part, no. Yeah, the 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 whole purpose of the story is to kind of show like how shitty even these fucking people can be, and <laughs> it's like American like, Beauty. F- like, yeah, I was just gonna say that <laughs> shit. It's like that, it's like, it's like, <laughs> like that are screaming for wine people or some shit like that. Yeah.
4: You know? I mean, I feel the same way about American Beauty. Like, you, ca- I cannot identify with any of the people in that damn movie. I hate. Everyone involved. And you're like, kind of oh. supposed to be like,
3: you know? Yeah. And that's
4: how it is with this movie. Like, Maya, I kind of like her because she's not... She means well. Yeah. And she obviously likes and Myers, Miles, mm-hmm. but... That poor yeah. child, that poor yeah. woman, there's always so much you can do with him. He's a trainer. You're yeah. yeah. basically <laughs> supposed to come out of it
3: thinking that this dude is essentially, like, kind of a useless prick, but he is, like, deep down inside, there's there's something yeah. that could be something. There's a redeeming quality to him. And he has and potential. He, exactly. Potential. So despite all of his, his shitty, mm-hmm. sort of self-serving, whiny crap, he is a pretty good mm-hmm. dude. And then at the end of the day, the other guy, who, with all his, despite all his bravado and shit, is just a whiny, desperate bitch. He's
4: <laughs> a has-been. He's not like a real actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it when he's Blood. crying,
3: trying to get Giamatti to go get his wallet. And that's like my probably favorite sequence of the movie, but I'm sure we'll get there.
2: <laughs> <He's> <laughs> um, before, I'm sure we'll get to Dustin once he's done with the film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Are no, you still watching no, it? Coffee. Yeah, he's almost at the end I it. Okay, he's enjoying that but
3: sweet end sequence right
2: now. He's, been, he's, been, um, he's been commenting on it, so we started really? interested. Um,
3: Hopefully he's creeping across he the carpet, getting ready to uh, have all that. See,
2: uh, there's a reason why I chose this as my uh, second chance movie. I watched this in my 20s, not long after it was released on DVD because... Uh, it was it was getting some words talk and I was at the point where I wanted to try and do myself a little bit better than my original uh, slumming it uh, nonsense, but I really really hated this film. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was
4: pretentious. I hated the characters. It was boring. <laughs> I hope you're washing your best sheets tonight, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was across
2: this. And this. again. This was me and my
3: Brandon. <laughs> I will cuddle you like a tiny baby kangaroo. <laughs> be you're saying, okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see.
5: I agree with you. Pain is on the pretentious <sighs> end, and I can definitely hear Jay Sherman
2: going. I give it my highest rating, seven out of ten. Well, yeah, and Jake actually knew me, knows me at that time. Actually, it's kind of sad. You've known me for like what twenty well, years now. It's a very yeah. good. And that's the thing is, you know, I had, uh, I usually I hated anything pretentious, <laughs> anything overly artsy for the sake of artsy. It was just in my twenties. This was not the film for me. And uh, so, I I said, you know, people love this film. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this film in, like, what, uh, 15 years, almost? <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, it's about time to try it again, because people love this film for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, I, I will admit, on my second viewing of it, I had more of an appreciation for it.
0: This is a bro-rody movie.
2: That's... This is this is not a this is not a movie for twenty somethings that are, you know, um, not into art. Art.
3: Uh, <laughs> I don't know, whether I mean, because to me, it showed the sleazy side of all this stuff. You know, like. It, it wasn't some clean, artsy thing, and I think that's what I like about it, you know? Because while I agree with everything that you said in your twenties being a problem with the movie, those are intentionally problems with the movie, I think, you know? <laughs> Justin just commented, I'll
2: be shocked if this doesn't end in suicide. <laughs> 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 Has he never seen
5: it uh, No. no. It. They, did, they did change the name from the... <laughs> Actually,
4: yeah, Justin's like Gen Z... <laughs> I'm a millennial. Jacob's a millennial.
2: Mm. I'm a young Gen Zer, so let's say. Yeah, Gen Zer, Gen Xer. I don't know, I don't, I don't
3: know what, extra, what the fuck I am, dude. I was born in eighty eight, but it was in like Canada, so it was like nineteen eighty six till nineteen ninety two I'd <laughs> like
4: to be a young Gen <laughs> Zer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, essentially, um, though, I really disliked this movie when I originally saw it. And uh, I'll admit, at, at the age I am now, I don't dislike the film. Um, awesome. I have gained more of an appreciation for it from this time around. And it's surprising to me that I got that much of an appreciation for it. But, again, it wasn't as, a, as bad a film as it was. Um, it's definitely... But definitely, it was not the right film for me at at that time. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: And uh, so, I think this was the right one. I I had debated. There were a lot of films I could have uh, chosen for this uh, particular uh, thing. But I think this was the right one. Uh, It allowed me to come back to it and uh, see it for what it is. Which is, it is a well acted film. It does have a lot of good points to it. And it's something that I can relate to a lot more now than I could have in my past.
3: Dude, and then, um, you know, that's, that was my main hope that some of us might come across that with us, and it's definitely extended into other areas of my life, which we'll talk about later. But
2: uh... <laughs> Well, we, we are going to now, finally, uh, we've gotten through the introduction, so we're trying to take it extra slow for Dustin, but I guess it'll come in. Eventually, and we'll catch up back to him mm-hmm. uh, as we go. Um, this movie is uh, quite a simple thing with the plot-wise. Um, we have ourselves a, uh, an individual that's getting married, and of course his best man, which is uh, Paul Giamatti's character. And Paul Giamatti is going to treat him to this uh, wonderful uh, wine-tasting trip through uh, California, which is known for its wine. I mean, matter of fact, the uh, Pinot I've got right now, and I think uh, and Kim has uh, a glass of it as well.
4: Uh, I have it's... a taste of it. I'm done with it almost. You <laughs> gotta yeah. slam
3: that bill on the table and demand a full fill-up. i <laughs>
4: telling
3: you.
2: I have a glass worth
3: in my bottle here. Um,
2: I really don't uh, <laughs> I'm just sniffing a
3: 40-ounce of steel reserve over here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> California is the yeah. first for its wine and uh, he wanted to take him on this nice wine uh, winery tour and um, take him to Vegas get him drunk with some strippers type of, thing. of course yeah and that's basically his <laughs> partner is me and the one in Vegas and strippers and uh, he wants to basically screw whatever he can before he gets married oh, and uh, they kind of have their Germany uh, Paul Giamatti kind of uh, doing his journey on healing, and the uh, other guy uh, trying to come with his um, come up with his thoughts on getting married and uh, whether he truly, or truly deserves the married life.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, these then are the kind of revelations that they have on their trip,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: that is sideways to a T. Um, so looking at this in the plot-wise, and we'll discuss characters in a moment. Uh, mm. As far as plot-wise, do any of y'all have any major comments on the plot as a whole?
5: Comments from the
2: plot? Well, I feel
0: like it, it was trying to be artsy up to a certain point, artsy boring, uh, 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 and then all of a sudden it's like the uh, the director threw out the script and was like, fuck this shit. And, uh, <laughs> the director, uh, uh read it his own way. I'm not even sure if anything like that, uh, like the second half of the movie happened in the book because well, it was a sequel to the book, believe it or not. Yeah.
3: So yeah. someone wrote a fucking book about this shit. Yeah, no, was, this, this was yeah. originally a book by Rex Pickett. That's and fucking this, ridiculous, bro. It's a <laughs> <It's so> great <good laughs> <now>, right? <laughs> How is this yeah. worthy of a fucking book?
4: I'm <laughs> sure yeah. the book was more interesting. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> that right. No, bored white
3: sorry. people. That's who does that shit, is bored white people no, with too much own, money. That fucking... Story, in that right? like that. This That's was some guy shit. probably with a pipe sitting, uh, sitting in his
1: study. Sniffed in a glass of scotch, I know. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, That's the work Robert Langley types. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel I'm missing <laughs> some context here.
4: Hi, <laughs> hey, Dustin.
1: Hello. We're hey, here. Hey. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, well, actually, you <laughs> know, we just get a little so, why don't we, uh, go ahead what? and, like, uh, catch us up, uh, <laughs> and uh, actually, why don't you tell us about your first impressions, and, uh, was this your first time watching this film?
1: Uh, I'd never even heard of this movie before. What? Um, so, totally new to me, and it was just, it was just depressing, like, mm-hmm. it's like, this is gonna end with yeah. him killing himself, isn't it? <laughs> and I was almost right. <laughs> Like, they even made a joke about that kind of near the end. Like, oof, this was a sad movie. Like, there were a couple, like, funny scenes because his friend is, like, such a jerk. But that was, uh, I don't know, it was kind of, it's kind of hard to classify. Like, I want to say it's a drama, like, even though it had, like, a few jokes here and there, but, yeah. I think, think most, I, tough, I think the most pathetic scene for me, like,
4: before you start getting to, like, the quote-unquote climax, is when they're all on a little double date, mm-hmm. and uh, he decides to go and really drunk-dial his ex-wife. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, I heard you are married again. And oh, yeah. He's like, don't worry about coming. And he was so, oh my god, this is so attention-seeking and so... Oh. Freaking warline personality shit like this. Where he's like, you know what? Like, don't bother about coming to the wedding. Because I won't fucking be there. I'm like, aren't you, like, the best man? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, a little prima donna
3: be- shit, too. Because I feel like he warned him beforehand, too. Where he's like, oh, it's like one of those to hope I don't get drunk and do something stupid things. You know? Yeah, like...
4: He like, he said him. something
3: to that effect earlier.
4: But how shitty is Jack? To sit there and be like, I mean, even if like his fiance is friends with Miles' ex wife, how should he, Jack, not be like, um, babe, he's my best friend, that bitch ain't coming to the wedding? <laughs> like, I'm they're sorry.
1: He's like, like, clearly, clearly an idiot, though. They makes it like, like the pretty apparent. Um,
4: Jack's and, an idiot. Like, but yeah. he's not loyal. Like, no, he's not loyal to his fiance. He's obviously not really fucking loyal to Miles, because he's like, <laughs> Yeah, I invited your ex-wife who, like, ripped your heart out and flushed out the toilet to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Miles, dumbass, gets drunk, calls her up, and she's like, you know what, it might be for the best that you don't come. And I'm thinking myself, no, this bitch didn't. <laughs> I was mad, like, I was falling asleep, like, I've seen this movie before, but I it's been years, and I'm falling asleep, because I've had, you know, some wine, and then, when that happened, I snapped the fuck up, and I went off, and Ren's like, pausing the movie, and I'm just like, no, this fucking bitch did
3: And he just to drink one glass of water and lay the most awkward unsolicited kiss ever.
4: Yeah, like, he was, like, she was, like, laying it on a little thick, and then he's, like, yeah, I'm gonna lay go the bathroom or some shit like that, tell back just tongue her
3: down. I don't know if I interpret the fucking the wine speech as her necessarily. I mean, it made my dick hard probably if I was like a wine nerd.
0: But oh
3: my God. well, the thing about <laughs> I, I don't know if I interpret it as like her hitting on me.
1: Oh, the, thing about, like, the wine grows and evolves, and she's like holding his damn. hand like by the end of it, and then oh, yeah. I was sitting there, I was like, damn. But she's also, and then he was like, have out.
3: She's like a, a long haired blonde chick. It's California, they're in wine. she's like maybe a hippie. I don't know. I'm not gonna immediately maybe. jump to
5: maybe she was working working on her sales pitch, you know, for I when she gets her I degree know.
4: and she opens a winery. Well, I'm just out as a female, yeah, <laughs> here's the reality. If you got you know, two dudes and your friend is killing one of those dudes and you're not killing the other dude, you're not gonna go with her like, bitch, you're on your own call, one of our other hoes that you're friends with, but I'm not going with you. I don't like that little hobbit. Yes. Like, hey, you know, yeah.
3: I've been the hobbit, okay? Sometimes <laughs> it happens, and they're stuck <laughs> in that situation, and you're like, you just want yeah, to... We can just Maya hang out. I'm not going to hit on you if you don't want, but we well,
4: can... Well, I feel like if Maya didn't like Miles even a little bit, she would not have gone along, because obviously <laughs> she knew that Stephanie's end result was going to be her and Jack going to be fucking, they're going to they smash No, she
3: wanted it, She's just plain coy or something, she was kissing his tiny bearded face later
4: <laughs> I think mean. yeah, Maya liked I mean, Maya obviously liked Miles right. from the beginning so it's like, whatever
5: And she, I never, she never would have forgiven him if she didn't like him That's the who?
4: Ding, ding, ding But or she uh, could just like toxic ass men, but who knows Right. But there is, uh, again, back to uh,
5: real quick about the point about the, uh, the change from the book, apparently in the original book, she showed up at the wedding, and they changed that dramatically in the movie, um, oh, So cool. that, hmm? yeah. I think it's better in the movie. But, uh, and also, again, there was a sequel book, and apparently Alexander Payne had absolutely no interest in that one. <laughs> he helped get the book published, because Rex Pickett was sitting on an unpublished book until they bought the film rights, but he had no interest in the sequel. He was like, no, that's not interesting, I don't, <laughs> yeah, but, um,
2: I can understand. yeah.
5: yeah. And I know uh, parts of it, uh, uh, Dave. On your your question about the script, I know large portions of the movie were ad lib, but for the most part, it was tightly scripted. There were only a few scenes that were mostly ad lib, but there were a lot of little ad libs here and there. You know, and that's kind of how pain usually works, from what I've seen. He tends to be like kind of really sort of. I
2: would want to put the film farther into what it is already. Mm-hmm. I think that the film was good where mm-hmm. it ended. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't wa- I don't want to continue with these characters. I've gotten to the point where I to tolerate them. I don't want to continue with them though, because they are terrible people, all in all. I can I can understand and feel a little bit of sympathy for Paul Giamatti's character. But only the minutest sympathy. I so, sympathy- we're to the end, you know. Yeah, at the end of the it, day,
3: I think it's more about an exercise in like, learning to sympathize with people you don't like.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I don't like
5: Miles, but I sympathize with him. Well,
4: well, so the problem is that we don't really have enough backstory to even to to empathize, so that we can we can sympathize and say, "I feel sorry for you," because clearly you're hurting. Clearly, you went through some shit. You you got some problems, but we don't know enough about what went down with his his marriage, what went down with his career. We don't know enough to sit there and be like, you know what? Damn, he was dealt a raw deal. For all well, we know, you know, he fucking was blocking his own lessons and drinking his whole life away.
3: They do say that he had an affair on his wife at one point.
4: Yeah, I do remember that, but it's like a why. There's always a reason why. Well,
5: also, a couple points. One, you made the point already of when you first saw it, you are like, holy crap, that's scary, but now we're living that age, and it's like, you know, so there's a little bit of empathy just from getting to that point in life, more or (laughs) less.
0: I mean,
4: Sorry, we'll buddy, go ahead. With, no, I was gonna say, like, you know, even in my twenties, like I didn't well. as a an older millennial, like, I could mm. see feeling like, okay, you got built a raw deal, but economy sucks, you know, nine eleven, blah, 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 you know, bullshit with you know, our the fucking baby voice ruin ruin the fucking economy, blah blah blah. But he is a boomer. And mm. this movie really came out in two thousand and four so really for me I was like I don't really feel sorry for him career wise because it sounds like he's just a piece of shit who never can get his shit together (laughs) and it's like so that didn't really apply to me it kind of scared me because I'm like is this what I had to fucking look forward to in my 30s and then I'm like okay here I am excuse me I'm going to sit there and say my age I'm in my 30s now and while I had a rough start in my 20s like I'm doing pretty fucking well for myself now I'm Pretty happy, so that has to like that begs the question like how I went from being like a millennial in my twenties being afraid like how can I get this shit done and like why is it that he had everything handed to him as a fucking boomer couldn't get shit done and now he's like he's in his late thirties late forties and he's just like fuck my life I'm just gonna drink it away like really dude like really, really? I now mean, you really your fucking life from and a your certain level of you.
3: experience I can speak to the fact that fucking up your financial set has very little to do with what generation you, you, you came up yeah. and sometimes you end up in a fucked up job I mean I've been a mailman for like fucking 8 9 years you know I I don't necessarily want to do that but it's all I'm really qualified to do cause I, hey, I, was, I, yeah, you, I would year, you know,
5: and, I, and also I will again you know I'm, I, this isn't like a total excuse but it is one thing that allows me to empathize because I've, you know, have uh, family uh, going through some similar things right now, but the fact that Miles very clearly is an alcoholic, a lot of his actions are out of his control. A lot uh, of them are. Yeah. I so mean, that's some a, of that
3: shit was scarily relatable, like the yeah. getting drunk at dinner thing. Nah, yeah. kinda, honestly, oh, like, yeah. come up and that's, be like, damn.
4: Yeah. Getting drunk dinner is one thing, but when he, like, chugs the, 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 the spit bucket yeah. or what you call it, that's, that's a bit that's much. Oh,
1: yeah, you Well, he was, like, yeah. on the verge of, like, a breakdown there. Actually, yeah, yeah he found was was out of his book. Like, yeah, right. Like,
3: his book wasn't getting published, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's something you got
1: to do it wasn't getting published. I mean, one thing that I, uh, kind of really related to, is, like, he makes a big deal about, like, that one bottle of wine, uh, the whole time, and then at the end, like, he's just, like, so far gone and depressed, he's just, like, drinking it out of a styrofoam cup, just because right. it's it's what he's got there, like, it doesn't matter anymore, like, it's not special, Yeah, yeah. like, I, I related to that a lot. I've done stuff like that with movies I wanted to watch or mm-hmm. projects I wanted to do. It's just like, eh, it's just here. I don't care anymore. The only thing yeah. I kind of felt sorry for him over was
4: how he sort of took his wife for granted. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, I, yeah, I mean, a lot of people who are self-destructive, mm-hmm. they will look at that person who's there for them, and they're there for they're, through, they're there through it all, mm-hmm. they will take their bullshit, and then one day they wake up and say, you know what, fuck this. Yeah. I don't have to take this shit. <laughs> you know, and they're like, I you know, I value myself and my own mental health and my own sanity over this bullshit. I'm out. You're never gonna change. And yes it's, it's like good. when that person walks out, that's mm-hmm. when, you know, usually the person in question is like, Oh shit. Like I lost like the last remaining person who was willing to be there for me. And so I feel like with his, you know, even though he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when, he, when she moved on and he found she had gotten remarried, that's when he realized, I will never win her back, I've lost her forever, and mm-hmm. she's found someone who probably treats her a shit ton better than I could ever treat her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he I kind of emphasize with him, because he was so self-destructive that, you know, he's still with his own mama. Yeah. You know, like, that uh, that's weird. That's, that's well,
5: weird you, weird. you... And you really do feel sorry for her, or, you know, for yeah. that same thing. It's like, and you almost think she probably knows he's been doing it. Yeah, yeah then, he him think, yeah, then she turns around and offers him some, and they yeah. cut away right there. You know he took
3: it. You he, know, yeah, I love, I love how they didn't skimp on it. He didn't just skim yeah. a couple hundred off the top. He fucking
1: took so it pretty, pretty eight, much eight, all. Yeah.
4: Except for, like, a couple hundred oh. Like, what that thing reminding me of, have you ever seen uh, Requiem for a Dream? And you go, Oh, yeah, all- yeah so no, I said to. that earlier. was a very <laughs> it's a Requiem a for a Dream movie.
5: Yeah,
4: a yeah, dream like, it's the Requiem for a Dream movie. Mom really
5: is depressing,
4: <laughs> No, not really, but like how he kept <laughs> taking, like, stealing the mom's TV and pawning it, and she yeah. would then go down to the pawn shop and buy the goddamn TV yeah. back. And know that, that only next week he's just gonna steal it, fucking steal it again.
3: Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> definitely had first hand experience with that stuff, and it's not fucking fun.
5: And that was unfortunate, though, because I in this, because in that one, I, all the main characters were were very, very much dealing with addiction, and it just uh, was
1: rough. Uh, was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> like the villain from *George yep. of the Jungle* was just addicted to being a dick. <laughs> but he you look at the character uh,
2: himself, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about somebody, and he was not. We're talking about a woman that had stuff. I mean, he is a school teacher. He does have a job. He's just not satisfied with his place in life. Right. He wants to be that famous author. And Mm -hmm. in his mind, that is what he is. Mm -hmm. But, unfortunately, he is not the person. So, it's sort of like... And we have a... I I know at least one person in my life that uh, goes through <laughs> this, this thing when they're just like, their identity and who they look at themselves and say, this is who I am, is not matching up with who they truly are. And that's how he is. He thinks of himself as he wants to be the big author, and a lot of his life, his friend actually even had talked about, you were kind of this insufferable asshole before, you are married and that's and of course this is the time in his life when he's going through this and he's realizing who he wants to be and who he has always looked at himself to be
4: is not who he is well babe, the difference between what you're saying about the person you're talking about because jacob and i know who you're talking about the difference between miles and this person is that miles realizes that he's a fucking loser <laughs> the person in question, maybe internally, privately, they realize they're a fucking loser, but externally, <laughs> in the lives that they project out to the rest of the world, they are the bee's knees, the top dog, smartest person—you know, the, the smartest bear in the woods, that sort of shit, like that. My is never about possibly what, get
5: campus right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit,
5: you
3: went there,
4: just Damn. go ahead and blow this shit up like that. <laughs> hey, girl, you
3: were saying his name.
4: Miles? I said not say the person's name! I said Miles <laughs> the Miles the person's oh, okay. person. <laughs> I didn't say the person's name that. what you're talking about! Damn! Well, you
3: guys and shit, you know people with names like Miles yeah. Yeah. I mean,
4: you know, other person may not do no shit like that, but seriously, anyways, but like Miles, like, he knows that he ain't about shit. The one thing that he can be, I guess, semi-intelligent over, the one thing that makes him feel really I hate to say it, is the mind. Because he feels intelligent. He feels mm. like he's an authority on something. Which he is, to be fair. But other than being good at drinking, mm-hmm. your life ain't going very far, dude. It's just like, you know... But again, he knows that he ain't shit. Babe, the example you have, they don't know they ain't shit. <laughs> and I that's
2: the problem. To stuff, yeah. <laughs> finally starting to... His his uh, mind. He's finally starting to realize, I'm not that person who I think I am. Uh, but has spent all of his life much like that one person. And when that happens, it results in extreme depression. Which you know that, that happens in real life when you tell oh, yourself, yeah. "I'm not that person that I thought I was," and uh, who you want to be is there
0: mm-hmm.
2: now. On. On the same note, of course, uh, we're talking about characters. So, of course, he's going to be the one we, we look at the most. But what about his friend, uh, The uh, since we're on characters, mm-hmm. what about his friend that accompanies him, with him uh, through this uh, journey of self-discovery? Because his friend, who could have been played by George Clooney, as uh, has been discussed um, in, in past videos on our mm-hmm. channel, Um, we got to actually uh, talk about that, and Mm -hmm. uh, we both debated, I, I mean, I had thought that it would have been even better if it was played by George Clooney, but I think you, Jacob, had said, no, no, George Clooney would have not played as well as, um,
1: this guy was kind of gross-looking, which, which matched his behavior. So I think it was—I think it was better than it was in George. <laughs> we, we've played.
5: seen George Clooney play a swampy cat, me. you know. So it's like
1: it's kind of yeah. nice to see someone else do it. And um, but, I mean, this this guy it, was the villain, in George of the Jungle, right? Uh, I was I correct. Maybe I don't—I never seen yeah. I'm sorry, but Thomas Hayden Church. Like he's a good yeah. actor. Yeah.
4: He's good really playing douchebag. But I didn't... I don't... He's not believable as being this, like, highly fuckable, like, (laughs) former TV star. No. The, um... For one thing,
5: he's apparently flamed out as a TV star now. He mostly does voice work. And that's quite believable, especially given his voice. He's got a very distinctive voice. But the, um... The, uh... Apparently, they described him, either in the book or the script, one or the other. They described him as rugged but goofy looking. And that's kind of kind of what he is. You know, it's like, Clooney's not that goofy looking. You know, he's kind of, he can play goofy. But also, I read that Payne didn't want Clooney because he was too big a star. He wanted someone who was less, you know, in-your-face, I'm-a-star kind of character. And he weren't actors who were known but not known, you know? Like Paul Giamatti and Virginia Madsen have long careers as good actors, but they were not stars at this point in time, you know? Yeah, Virginia so, Madsen was
1: in Candyman, right? I yeah, so. she was. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Like, I met her and I was like, you were great in Candyman. I wish I had something else to say. <laughs> <coughs> I think yeah. she had something about sideways, and I was like, "What's that?" And <laughs> looked, there was just like this look on her face. Or Austin, oh my like, god! Or Austin, role. <laughs> just oh, my like god! And, well,
5: it, interesting thing about the cast, though—the fourth <laughs> member, Sandra Oh, yeah. was actually married to Alexander. Oh yeah, James. Christine Yang,
3: <laughs> fucking. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was a big fucking Grey's Anatomy. So
5: she, so she was married, yeah, same. the same and divorced in two years after this film came
3: out. Season nine, that's where I dropped off. But yeah, that's fucking. She fucked that dude up with that bicycle helmet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. It's like, wow, he's really hurt.
3: Actually, I mean, he I did did it, but wow, I love how it was just like it over his face, yeah. like it was so he was so fucked up they couldn't even show it, kind of. Thing. I, was,
5: I was gonna comment <laughs> it was like earlier,
3: huge, like blood state on the car. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. Yeah.
5: I was going to but talk earlier like, we were talking about Six String Samurai, mo, and you kept talking about how there wasn't enough blood, and I was going uh, to yeah. make a crack about how sideways had more gore than that. <laughs> it really did,
3: dude. That fucking whole scene had more, like, proper violence than the entirety of Six String Samurai.
4: So what did y'all think of the character himself? Uh, I hated Jack. I mean, he's like, I feel like Jack was that guy who, he was stiff in high school. He was a guy that never grew the fuck up, who got mm-hmm. by on his looks and charm, and one day he woke up and he was forty one and he said, Oh shit, my career's in the wane. Let me go ahead and marry some hot young rich girl and hope her daddy gives me a job. Oh wait, that's exactly job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he won't let me go get my dick wet one last time before I get
2: married. Who the fuck does that? I I mean,
4: I offered to give Jacob money to take Brian to a strip club for his bachelor party, but I was like, if he fucks a hoe, I'm killing you both.
5: Oh, I probably shot it down because I knew there would be no way Brandon would let me drag him to one. (laughs) I'd have done it it for free, baby.
4: I offered and Brandon was like, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to play video games. I'm like, bitch, go to a titty bar and he wouldn't do it. I have offered to go to a titty bar with him, but he refuses because he knows I'm ignorant as fuck. (laughs) And I'm the one. I would be the one sitting with the hoes. Like, yeah, come on, bitches, go ahead and dance
3: with them. <laughs> that's why you just yeah. gotta fucking like just hire a bunch of strippers and dress them up as favorite characters, and then just have like the Dragon Quest battle music playing while we all come out and the do that. Like, really <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, this so I early
4: this year. maybe uh, that's what I should do uh, too. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> <have that. laughs> we'll play Dungeons and
5: Dragons. That would be awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that these two characters, like Miles and Jack, they're not really friends. Like, they don't really know each other because, like, you know, Jack obviously wanted to go to a place like Vegas. Let's be real here. He would have been happier in Vegas with, like, more dudes who are less depressed and stuff like that. And then meanwhile, Miles is like, I'm going to take you up and down the California coast to go wine tasting. Some of shit that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But clearly, it's not Jack's speed. Like he says, like, "Yeah, this one tastes good," but. Oh yeah,
2: Giamatti's character. wasn't about uh, his friend. It was about
3: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. He was just trying to get a. Uh, 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 we coined this in the last episode. A little, little trail tale. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you mean Jack? You, yeah, Jack. he was just trying to get out there
4: and, and sow his wild oats because they said one well, last time. Yep. I, I mean, like, the, the, the character of Stephanie, like, I feel like, was she stupid? Like, she kind of reminded me of the girls, the, the women in Opportunity Gentlemen, who act so naive. They're like, oh, we're really in love with this guy. And they thought these young boots are all jackasses. And it's like, are you surprised, though? Really? Are you really surprised, honey? You know, and Stephanie, like, she's not, like, a spring chicken. She got a kid and shit. And that's
5: life probably life. why she was receptive to it. Yeah, Jack manipulation.
4: Jack was not. Yeah. I, 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 get off my damn scarf! Jack was not exactly you know charming. He was just like he was obviously after David. a lot of them are not
3: man. The more I mean, I'm thinking about it, the more you're talking. i like, I feel like I know like at least four girls on my fucking friends list uh,
4: locally yeah, that
3: are doing that same type of thing.
4: <laughs> when you, when you reach a certain age and you have some kids, and you can kind of read the room and know which guys are like after a real relationship and just want to get to know you, and which ones are just they want to clap some cheeks. Yeah, you, you ask know, all all those girls.
3: girls uh, you ask most of those girls; they're gonna tell you they took a cu- they clapped some cheeks with a couple of dudes. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, just we're really like, oh shit! This girl's like one of those scared chicks that just wants a baby daddy. You know, like she just wants someone around. It is a thing. And it's I mean, unfortunate,
1: but I, I think I mean, it probably depends on like the person too. It's mm-hmm. Like, like some people, yeah. some people okay. you can really like see yourself with like long term, and then some people it's just like, yeah, let's pay uh, out for a weekend and see see what happens. That, that guy yeah.
3: was an actor, so I'm sure he was pretty good at convincing her. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Could you see that yeah. yeah. he was oh, uh, the ladies?
3: I mean,
2: uh, speaking of our ladies and uh, our leads, why uh, don't mm-hmm. we talk about uh, um, uh Grey's
3: Anatomy alum. Hello. He's kind of sassy. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that's a video that's on fucking Grey's Anatomy, too. That's like a soap opera at a hospital or something, right? It's
4: a, yeah, it's,
3: pretty a, much. it's a rom-com in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's like, we're splitting hairs. here it's General Hospital for people that aren't your grandma, bro. Like, what's that? It's so you want to go there? It is, though, really. I love it. You know, nine seasons in. How uh,
4: many? There are uh, a, I'm a so lot, right? Anatomy, actually I'm yeah. I'm really dying She's right now. I yeah, like I
3: have TV held a year. Nine, man. After the plane crash, I was like, I was outski. I don't know why. Well,
4: after the fight, I had been Karev is done. Like, the guy from his last episode, it wasn't even, like, a a goodbye episode. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm gonna yeah. head out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm He's a than that. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, he like voluntarily left. He was like, "Bitch, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fifty. I got kids." <laughs> I'm gonna head out. <laughs> <Wow.
3: laughs> <And laughs> Working for <before laughs> that Andrea <laughs> Rhymes check as cool as her stuff is. Seems like a PC <laughs> nightmare or something like that. She's though. A bitch. So, I don't, you know,
4: I'm gonna uh, take really I'm, really I'm really
1: my own. Really want wine, like. <laughs> I feel it there, yeah. Dustin. <laughs> I should've you should have warned me and I should uh, oh, yeah. like, go I mean, go have gotten bottled
4: bought wine.
1: I have this weird uh I can't even pronounce the name. It's like this like German winter wine stuff like the bottle has German words on it and it's like heat up before serving and so I had ah. some of that and that was pretty good. Can you imagine would rather if we all rolled up into Is a water. What? What? Did you just swing on me? Um, maybe, or is a maybe. Is maybe? That sounds. That sounds right. Um, it's, it's, the it's, bottle right. is way. The bottle is like twenty-five feet away, and I don't have glasses on, so <laughs> I can't on, see it. Definitely the hot one. I it's have to go get it. it. Like, get don't it. it no, don't
3: go get <laughs> it. Go put a piece of gum on it, and then come back to your chair, and then like Lady in the Tramp that gum to the fucking thing, like that girl does. Oh, Actually, the, I really
0: really does not make sense. any sense.
3: Six-string six
2: samurai, six six <laughs> string <laughs> string samurai, bro. <laughs> 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 you <talk> <laughs> would.
5: Man, I'm still upset that I missed the Masters of the Universe discussion with nah.
4: you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Anderson misbehaving? He's on me. Not Masters, yeah. bro. Uh, uh, I just got the blue cat. Okay, it says so Winterfell.
1: Kindles blue wine. Oh.
3: Hmm.
1: Sounds fancy. Mr. He
3: Anderson named after it's the wrestler? It's
1: Nuremberg, so...
2: so What's that, man? His name's Anderson Cooper. He's a... He's a
3: oh, I thought and he was then, named after the wrestler for a minute. No,
4: we didn't name him. The damn shelter named him. Do what? Well, he's not a kitten anymore, but, you know, our cat, Anderson, the one we got last year, the shelter we adopted him from named him and a few other ones after... Anchors. So, Anderson Pooper, Rachel Meowdo.
3: I find, in my experience, if you just say, I dub the," BAM, and you just throw down, like, a fucking handful of raw bacon, and you tell them their name, they'll start just coming to that. Yeah, it's like,
5: (laughs) the shelter we went to had named this one cat Hood, but I took one look at him, I'm like, your name is Preacher. This, this <laughs> discussion on yeah. sideways has gone somewhat yes. sideways. It has gone sideways. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we should get back to the movie
4: and talk you know,
2: about, yeah. about, the other character uh, at the end of it. Really, there's only four. Yeah. There's a lot more, but there's it's four, really. mostly focused on the last character main uh, characters. Other character, uh, Maya, of course, and uh, Maya being the uh, love interest. Maya was actually
0: the most.
1: Likeable character out of the bunch yeah. Oh, well, yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, that was surprising. That was number two. Normal. That things have went. Uh, things with Maya might have actually turned out okay at the end. Like, when she calls him, it's like, hey, I actually read your book, and I liked it. Right. Really? Um, because, like, during like the last ten minutes yeah. or so, we get a montage of just, like, what he's going through. Yeah. And I completely expected that this movie to end with him killing himself. Like, I was so sure it was going to happen. You know what?
5: That, what? That, I don't is, that, too. that is where you know she has the hots for him because you don't read a book like that for someone you don't like. That's <laughs> yeah, like the two boxes. Their <laughs> relationship
0: was definitely more intellectually intertwined because yeah. because while his friend and uh, and Miss O were boning in the next room. <laughs>
4: yeah. And wildly too. Like, oh, no. Like,
3: God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not hopping on that GMOtcock cock if you're fucking. You, know, you don't do that lightly, bro. <laughs> I would propose the same question to Dustin that I think we've all boiled on a little bit tonight. What do you think it might be like to give a, a, a slow, tender kiss to Paul G. Motto?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I feel like it would be very similar to <laughs> running my hands in front of that little thing that dries your hands at the bowling alley, only there's, well, there's like some oh, like a whatever or whatever. You know, yeah, there's like a layer of burns between it, and you just run in between that. It's like that slow bowling alley breath on your hands. I mean, it'd
1: probably be just, like, kissing, like, another, any other old person.
3: Or maybe, like, popping a little smooch on your grandma's English bulldog or something for a second.
1: I probably. <laughs> I don't know. I The only Paul Giamatti thing I knew about was, um, he was one of the voices in, like, that Rob Zombie cartoon. Uh, L Super Beast. L Super Beast. Yeah, yeah. like, they didn't think it they it all out. we got the voice of Paul Giamatti, and that's the only thing I know Paul Giamatti from. Mm-hmm. Wow, oh, it's that guy who oh.
3: has the voice. So, uh, yeah. You can imagine him like, voicing the, a, a can of Campbell's soup or something, though, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the only other movie that I remember
0: Paul Giamatti from uh, yeah. besides Planet of the Apes. The
3: uh, the *The with the W on the front, with Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. Mark, uh, and the Funky Bunch was sadly not. The
0: mm-hmm. this, where he was the cop trying to chase down um, uh, the, the
3: magician.
4: Uh, oh, my AirPods case.
3: You know, it's all so about with Marky so... Mark. His fear. Ooh.
5: So we got no so we got no uh, billions fans here, no John Adams, no Cinderella man. I love him and John Adams.
4: So I like
3: Coca-Cola Coca-Cola never Adam. him. <laughs>
4: You've never seen John Adams? You're still talking I lucky my right. John Adams. Yeah. I need
5: so to see John Adams honestly. Like,
1: <laughs> if You want something really good, um, I make uh, this chili every once in a while. It involves a lot of alcohol in it, like spicy alcohol, Alcohol, and I just finished the last shot of this Mango Habanero Whiskey. Ooh! Uh, Jacob's there! Um, He's there! He's like,
4: "Will you live in Wisconsin again? I'm going to am just made out! Cause...
1: It's by this <laughs> brand of <laughs> Old Smoky, so Old Smoky, Tennessee Mountain Made Mango Habanero Whiskey. <laughs> that would be good, Charlie. That is... Well, I used to use this Ghost Pepper Whiskey. Um, but apparently it got discontinued between now and the last time I made it, Good. so I had to use this as, like, a substitute, and this is actually better, to my surprise, and it was cheap, too, so, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of this movie had to do with, like, being a wine connoisseur, so I guess that's my alcohol connoisseur opinion.
5: Oh, we had this discussion earlier. I think
1: Kim, you were talking about the whiskey console.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, Mac. I mean, uh,
1: oh, Jack, yeah, I, have, I think Jack had the cool. best opinions on it, though. It's like, tastes pretty good to me. Yeah.
4: Pretty good? Yeah, yeah
1: pretty much like
2: yeah, yeah Okay, tastes well, good to me. A lot of it came from that when they went to the, uh, they, they were doing all these, uh, f- uh, small places, but they went to this towards the end, I went to the giant, the big giant. And Paul Giamatti's like, you know, this is crap. This is just what the tourists want. And of course, he's like, and then of course, the other guy's like, you know, this is fine to me. And, and (laughs) I think even Paul Giamatti's like, you know what? Fuck it. Anything in the, uh, any Portland store.
5: You all know know where that name came from, yes? What? Grass Canyon? Yep. Frass is the name, uh, apparently Alexander Payne got it from talking to an exterminator. And he was told that that is the uh, feces and other leavings behind of insects in the house. That's They call it frass. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where came up with today.
4: <laughs>
5: so it's poo liquor.
4: Yes. shit. Bottoms up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh yeah, no. Class oh. Canyon. Like I want people to like, hold up. Like I worked for Orchid back in the day. Uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't drinking here. Like, what, what's wrong? Like, we going. we're gonna we've already paid our money. Fuck that. It gives <laughs> you the unlikely
3: opportunity in the future though, after you've drank in this this poo brew, to say especially if it's made from insects, to say that that shit kicks more than grasshopper too. You know that
5: reminds me of that Simpsons episode with the dog swimming in the bed. It's,
2: it's, 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 it's Sweden. Who's It's one this? Uh, I mean, if if you got rid of all of the extra baggage that belonged to the wine tour, uh, who here would go on the wine tour uh, with a party? Oh, for sure. Oh, just no, so, that, not with
3: I mean, I'd the give way. him a tender kiss at the end of it.
4: Ah, just, no, like, I would not do that. need the
1: pretension, you know, I mean, I, I, didn't didn't know, say, I think there's some there, merit know, to a lot of the. I think there's some merit to a lot of like the the points of like evaluating and tasting wine. Uh, but I think about as much of it is just like made up fluff. So it's like, oh yes, you can taste the notes of this. This things it. It's like, no, you to can't do to
5: do on this one. Bro, it's Just making that up. Like, I mean, you it's matter, it. though going with someone that hyper-potentious. if you get drunk I enough, know. it's a fun show.
1: Uh, <laughs> as you guys saw Batman Forever, right? Like, remember the scene where like Two Face is giving like the Riddler like pointers on like being a supervillain. And the Riddler has like that the jeweler's eye out, and he's looking at diamonds. And he's like, "This looks like a good one." And then Two Faces is like, "No, no, no!" And he just holds up like a big diamond. This is a good one. He's like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> kind <of> like that. <laughs> like that's what I think of with uh, stuff like that.
5: I if I if it was all expenses paid, if it wasn't a dime out of my pocket, I'd be a hang on for one of these tours. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I'm I am not know basically stole from his mother to make the tour, so we're
4: good. <laughs> oh, and then they're like, Bradley Cooper stole from his, like, high schoolers to make <laughs> the to <laughs> hangover. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest,
3: back when I used to snowboard and stuff, like, we did similar sort of trips, I suppose, where it was like you go, you know, down a little route from hotel to hotel, and you or going to different fucking spots, you know. Uh, yeah, But that was less wine and more like a sort of Bloody Marys and pancakes type of a thing and then whatever booze we brought in the trunk of our
1: car. Of
4: course. So not it's not, a... not
1: the same type of a trip. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, road. I guess. <laughs> Hold on, we have to crash your car. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> and then it breaks the wine bottles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I really
5: want to drive for a while, why don't
1: you just... Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like oh, an alcohol the, exact like, No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can tell this journey is kind of doomed from the, from the yeah. start. When they like open a bottle of wine and start drinking it like while they're driving. like They're pouring it into like wine glasses. Yeah, like, exactly. I kind God, of cannot I mean, yeah. believe my, <laughs> my eyes. I mean, hey, to be fair, men in that time period,
4: like, you know, I know my dad before he died, we would drive to road tr- on road trips to Texas and stuff when we would live in Louisiana and my mom be in the front seat, and my dad be in the driver's seat, and me and my brother was in the back seat, and my dad would have a beer in his hand drinking, yes, while driving. Yep. He <laughs> He's, He's right been there for man. some odd years, so can't 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 get him now. Day,
3: but he definitely fucking gets a little sour when we talk about my D.U.S. because he definitely knows that. Yeah, that <laughs> was like learned behavior. I thought it was, yeah, oh, it's like you know they'll just pull you over or something. Well,
4: to be fair, I thought like he was drinking like a fucking forty ounce and was like getting, you know, completely shit faced between Central Louisiana and the freaking Dallas, Texas, and that like that. It's like thanks,
1: man. Like.
4: Oh, my, well, like, like, I,
1: ride, I, drink, I did drink this bottle of mango habanero whiskey pretty fast, but, I, you know, two and a half cups of it did go into chili, so it left me like three or four shots anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> and those two and a half cups get cooked off when you're cooking it. Ah, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Dude,
2: maybe, that's the thing when you look at it. I mean, so, well, the alcohol goes in, comes into the wind. Because they don't really give a damn about life, you know, essentially. Exactly. And these people, again, very know, both, both Thomas Hayden Church and Paul Giamatti are depressed in their own ways. I think that right. uh, with Paul Giamatti, and they're both depressed really for the same reason. They're having to confront reality. Yeah. And sure. uh, reality sure. stops. Giamatti's <laughs> character is a failed writer who all he has to uh, show for himself is, well, he's an English teacher.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Which, you know, uh, if you're somebody who was hoping to be this giant writer and that's all you consider yourself as, of course you're going to be depressed. And uh, Thomas Hayden Church, he wanted to be this massive actor, and what's he do? He acts in freaking commercials. Yeah. Uh, you know, these people are depressed with their lives, and. Uh, they're looking at it like we're just settling for what we have. Uh, in a way, Paul Giamatti's character is the more real character at the end of the day when it comes to these two. Um, the he he he, he understands what I think he's the further we He's the pessimist patrol. He um he lost. Loyal it. to a fault, oh, yeah, man.
3: He crawled into that fucking naked man's house while he was pegging his wife <laughs> I <him, you> know, <laughs> the, the wallet. Oh
1: my oh, god. I could not believe that. Oh my god, he's just gonna run in there and grab it.
5: <laughs> 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 I, I couldn't believe that was MC Ganey that got him to do that little cameo.
1: It was like oh it was great. <laughs> they just left the back door open, like ah. Uh, well, well, you know, you know, the house is so gross, too. Like yeah. Jesus. So bad 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 reasons, like one of those things to get
5: Here's an interesting tidbit on that. Apparently, that house was a former meth lab that had been busted by the police just a few weeks before filming, and, and, and they didn't touch a thing. They, <laughs> yes, they, they, they left it <laughs> as is.
1: <laughs> wow, that's so shitty.
3: I wonder what was going on with the hoarder level. Like, like there was like bowls of random chips.
4: I and mean, stuff. I wouldn't. I'd be like, can I get a hazard pay for this? Because, like, you know, when they find meth labs, that shit's all toxic. You you can't touch anything. A yeah, net? there's guys and hazmat suits <laughs> yep, that fuck
3: up in, so...
4: Oh, oh, there's how you're probably... that shit to the fucking ground, I'm gonna keep oh, the
0: bedroom, out of The <laughs> hazmat suits won't even touch the damn shit, so.
4: <laughs> Alright, um, so, guys, so, it's getting kinda late, and so, I have to go, because I'm gonna be at work really early really so, <laughs> tomorrow, so... Well, Sorry. Sure. Thank you. I don't know if you so, i Bye, guys.
2: Well, actually, hi. We'll, we'll go ahead and move on as uh, as we have beyond the characters and plot to cool. the. Well, I mean, really, I'm not sure we could say much about special effects. It Didn't
1: have special effects.
2: Let's mm-hmm. let's be real. I mean, the only thing we really got was
1: dude's busted nose, and that was pretty yeah. much like a bloody rag. Yeah. Effective, but yeah. Okay. So we can we can kind of just skip that. I think. Yeah. So what about the actual music itself? Oh, it's great.
2: I don't know, it was really was. A, um, I, it oh, no,
5: I love the music, and I thought this film got robbed when it didn't get a music nod. Especially because John Williams was up for an adapted Harry Potter score. It's yeah. not original. It's adapted. See, I, I wish I had listened movie. to it
3: closer, man, because yeah. I honestly it didn't look at
1: the It's one of those things where the score, like, Amplifies the scene, but you don't notice it. Well, so it's kind yeah. of like, there. There's sort of the two schools of like good movie movie music. It's like music that you really notice and it complements yeah. the scene, or music that's like integrated into the scene that adds to it, but without being like too obvious. And I think this probably has more mu- music that's more in the second category.
5: Okay. But, okay. Uh, I okay. think people really wanted the film to have a '70s vibe. And I feel like the music and the cinematography were the biggest ways they achieved that. Well, no, like if you look at the way yeah. the film looks, and the... this the it's 70s? 70s? No, 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 but just sort of the 70s it. vibe. We'll have the 70s look. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: See, I didn't pick up on that myself.
5: Yeah. I, I definitely did more with the music than the look, but when I really looked at it again, I was like... Yeah. Hey, the music was a little bit jazzy, yeah.
0: Which uh, which was uh, of the seventies variety music. It, although it kind of felt like elevator music to me, yeah. somewhat. Uh, so to, to me, standing in an elevator with that shit playing over and over and over in my brain on, uh, on my way to a doctor <laughs> on the eleventh floor of a building where the elevator just
5: goes slowly cranking up. <laughs> and then stops for yeah. ten minutes at one level.
3: Yeah. The amount of time.
5: Ah, Brandon knows about getting stuck in an elevator, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's one of my biggest videos actually, dude, and daily I have yeah. to deliver packages to apartments for
0: well, we started, <laughs> you know, the Little Beach
2: we got stuck for a half hour in an elevator. Yeah.
5: <laughs> after we just started joking, you know, they always had those signs near the elevators of the like case of fire use stairs or whatever. And I started I mean. saying, like in case of the elevator, use stairs, you know.
3: I'm going to be one of those people claws my way out of it and get sawed in half on like the third floor of an apartment complex. Like, I didn't even need to climb out of it, but I just did it because I couldn't stand being in there anymore. Um, stuck <laughs> inside an elevator with, a,
0: uh, with an obviously almost, uh, almost a bursting pregnant woman,
3: so... You, uh, you should have slapped it on the ass and said Hello ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Inside Movies <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's good. laughs>
2: well, I should have We've got to resolve something That's what you got to do in the, uh, all the movies and TV shows Oh
3: so Just you're going like to fight the
2: you know baby You're going right?
3: to fight that fucking baby As soon as it comes out of there <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 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 Then you go
2: but
5: Will Smith, who, 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 who gives give a birth to a squid, so they like the uh, in God, Ladies a baby comes out gun first, you know. <laughs> oh God, that was, that was
2: just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the music itself did have a lot of depth to it, and mm-hmm. it was a uh, lot of catchy uh, stuff for the soundtrack. I thought it was on par with a lot of things, uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. I just didn't
0: really the music
5: entirely all that much. I'm sorry fellas. Yeah. Well again, this is also, I've seen the movie several times, so you start picking yeah. up on things that will repeat going, so
1: that could be part of it too. Well, uh, what's surprising is for a movie that doesn't necessarily have like a whole lot of action per se, or mm-hmm. like anything necessarily happening beyond like this drama, it actually moved pretty quickly. Like hmm. I noticed that it didn't seem to really drag at any point.
5: Well, okay. uh-huh. yeah, yeah, again, I've seen quite a few Alexander Payne films, and to my best of my recollection, the only one that I felt had tedious points, really, that were dragged, was probably about Schmidt. I really felt that that one dragged a lot more than this one did. Oh, um, I think really, uh, uh, really that, makes that, 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 makes that
2: makes sense performance about Schmidt was uh, was actually worthy of the nod hmm. that he got because it was so unlike Jack Nicholson. Oh, well, I didn't realize
3: well it He had to see the mom from Waterboy naked in the hot tub and then he's like running with his D out. Something like that. Was,
2: uh, it was a depressing film, don't get me wrong. It was a very depressing film. Uh, which, you know, that's just, that's just run of the mill. But uh, again... I think that overall, this film had a lot of positives to it, mm-hmm. and I hate to be saying that because I'm the one who uh, said this <laughs> chance film that I hated, uh, but I've actually uh, gotten to appreciate it more now in the second
1: go. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't um, hate it like it was uh, it was weird and definitely not my normal thing, but it was okay. Hmm. It was definitely
2: something that I, I think being older. It definitely was a um, was definitely more, was more appreciated due to being uh, due, due to me being older. Now let's um, let's move on to um, I think we at this point can move on to a couple of basic things. Uh, does anybody have a favorite scene from the uh, film? Um,
1: I think it's there were a couple different ones that uh, really caught my attention, like that speech about you know why. Maya loves wine, you know, how it's continually, like, changing and evolving. Like, if I open it today, it'll taste different than it would on any other day. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow, you know, that's actually really deep. And just kind of the way that scene ended, like, I think I actually, like, shouted, like, what's wrong with you when he, like, left? Because, like, it wasn't really erotic or anything, like, when she made the speech. But right. there was just, like, something about it, just, like, the passion, like, for the subject she was discussing. It was like, wow! And then it ends with, like, her coming on to him, and instead of him being like, oh my god, yes, he's just like, yeah, I, I think it's okay. I'm gonna go. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs>
3: yeah, and then he comes yeah. back and does it, and it's fucking awkward as shit.
5: You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, uh, but,
1: um. um, well it's funny that you mentioned that, uh, it's... Uh, oh, oh now to I, I thought of, I thought of the analog, does anybody remember, like, the old Simpsons episode, where Homer is, like, the manager for, like, that country singer? Um, yeah. Colonel, I, I, it's called I, Colonel Homer. Nobody's seen Colonel oh, Homer? maybe, maybe. That was one he kind of cheats
2: on Marge at the time, because she what actually is, is into him, which... Well,
1: he doesn't cheat on Marge. He like, doesn't cheat yeah. on Marge, Millie, Lurleen Lour- is, she g- becomes kind of attracted to Homer because Homer's the only guy who hasn't, like, been helping her, like, to hit on her. Like, he mm-hmm. genuinely, like, believes in her, like, as a musician. Right. And, she, like, she makes a song about, you know, wanting to spend the night with him. And he's like, mm-hmm. wow, there isn't a man alive who would turn on by that. <laughs> <sighs> Good night. And then you just leave. <laughs> yeah. What? No. Uh, maybe like <laughs> but yeah,
5: like actually Now it's funny you mention this because uh, it's it, per IMDB. Alexander Payne and Jim Taylor wrote my speech based off of a passage from Rex Pickett's book and based some of it on how the director himself feels about wine. However, he didn't think the speech deserved as much praise as it was... <laughs> And and it's also funny because everyone talks about that scene. Jamie Madsen was up for an Oscar partly because of that scene. And I think that was the clip they showed at the Oscars, actually. It's (laughs) just, you know, everyone liked it so much. And Payne was like, why do you like it so much?
1: (laughs) It's like the most workable scene in the whole movie. If I I have one takeaway from this movie, it'll probably be that. I kind of like the previous
5: one from Miles because when he's describing Pinot Noir you kind of feel like he's describing himself thin-skinned, high-maintenance
4: <laughs> 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 yeah. kind
3: of yeah. like I didn't think about it that way but it makes sense we're, We see these
2: things in ourselves, really if
3: you think about it I guess we're doing what they wanted we're sniffed in the movie right now
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. but, um, so, um, what you know, what I've learned about wine is that like, getting out the sit-nifter and doing everything the quote-unquote proper way is like, a lot of trouble. I like, just, just drink the wine.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, if you, you have, have like an um, expensive bottle, I mean, that's... What's up? But, but, but. Um, I know, so, I, I did you know, a project a long time ago when I worked for a lumber company, um, and I had to learn like a lot about how to market wine. And for a while, I was like trying like a different wine every week. Um, Actually, one was, so I had a bit of an appreciation for the wine stuff in this movie for that reason. But it's been so long, I've forgotten most of it. One totally random little
5: tidbit again goes to Miles' character. I watched the commentary with Paul Giamatti and Thomas Aiden Church. And Church makes a comment that Giamatti is like, I never thought of that. But you notice Miles always does the crossword. And he always does it in pen. And he's like, well, I did that because that's what pops gave me. But it's like, the church is like, well, he's so confident in his. He, he's such a. He didn't say it this way, but he's such a know-it-all that he does the crossword in pen because he's not going to make a mistake. <laughs> I didn't pick up there. on that, dude.
3: God damn, What's wrong? With it makes sense. It yeah, I didn't even notice he was doing it in pen.
2: Right. It also does the, uh, crossword while you're driving. I, mean, yes. that's
5: just, uh, <laughs> I don't know what goes, um, man, or drinking wine while you're
0: yeah. driving. Probably. Yeah,
3: line line is probably but, uh, I don't know, I might I give, a, I, might, I might give my money to the crossword.
2: Yeah, probably. So, uh, Jake, um, what was your favorite scene in the movie, um, well, that you've actually, uh, seen?
5: I'm not sure. I mean the scene between Miles and Maya that we were just talking about is a really good scene. Uh, although it is frustrating the way it ends. Um, and I like the ending. I like the way how they ended ambiguously, but the part that always gave me the biggest laugh, the part I always the first time I saw it I had the laugh out loud was the part where where they're getting ready to have the double date and Jack is taking Miles aside. And he's telling him, "Okay, we don't want any of your self defeating crap in there." You know, he's like, "And and if someone orders Merlot, we're going to drink Merlot." And then Miles just explodes. No, I am not having you any. And you're getting fucking Merlot. <laughs> and I love Merlot, so I just found that very amusing. I was like, "Wait,
2: Kim and I drank Merlot during the actual film." It's kind of funny, I'm like, I'm drinking Pinot right now during our our, uh, talk about it, but we actually drank Merlot during the film, it was kind of funny. I I will
5: say a personal thing for me, I would actually, I don't know, and and Miles would hate me for this, but I don't know if I've ever heard of Pinot Noir before I saw this film. Yeah. And I tried it afterwards, and I've been a fan ever
2: since. It's, good guy, I film, actually, oh, I, it's oh, kind wow. of funny. Actually, I it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. when the film came out, the sales yeah. of Pinot Noir jumped twenty percent. Yeah, and the yeah, sales of really? Merlot actually fell uh, during the time this film took place. Right, but not, not only that.
5: Fox started a sideways wine club that became a huge smash hit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes.
2: <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, this one actually had some uh, some actual. In the uh, the valley, the um,
5: the the wine region saw a major bump in tourism after this
2: film came out. <laughs> you know, there was another film with um. God, what was his name? Uh, he, had, uh, he had passed. He
5: was a uh, God, What was his name? Um... Well, while you're thinking of that, this film also had a Japanese remake with main to of love Kikuchi. I still want to see it. Can, Can you know guys this? talk about that? Yeah. Okay. I want to see this? it. What yeah, is honestly, movie? that was one
3: of the main things uh, when I want to saw you guys disagree about that <laughs> this particular movie. And not Waver in your opinions of it. I, th- I feel like you guys have mentioned it a few times.
1: Oh okay. I mean, I thought it was an arcade movie, but I came into this like 100% blind. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, the movie Bottle Shock—that was a lot oh, the one. i
5: still
1: need to see that. What was the the,
5: What
2: is of
1: shock? What was bottle, of shock. Of oh, bottle Shock? Bottle Shock. Bottle Shock. Oh, that's a lot Hunter yeah. interesting. Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, if it's got Ryan in the role of a smile, that might be interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, Especially I need. I do well so that. It looks <laughs> like, it like free on Netflix, and I haven't oh. seen it. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, I actually, like I said, I appreciate this movie so much more than I did in the past. It's a, um, it's a movie that's so much better than what I thought it was. But again, I, I really do think that if you look at it, it's all about when you see the film. Yeah. I, um, yeah, the movie that saw this in my 20s would still hate this film to death today. It yep. just is yeah. as it is. Um, when you look at a favorite scene, I would have told you beforehand, no, screw this film, I hate this film, and, um, I'm going home. Oh. <laughs>
0: were...
3: Well, dude, like, not... honestly, just giving this shit this chance has inspired me to do other stuff, too. Like, fucking, I gave the Walking Dead comics finally another chance after, like, okay. oh don't know, so fucking years, you know?
1: The Walking Dead I'm, comics are amazing. The show is garbage, I,
3: but the dude, are I, so I this came back when there was like eighteen issues out, and at the time it was like too wordy for me. That's not what I wanted from zombie comics. I wanted gratuitous violence and blood and gore. You
2: know? But that's the so, whole, really. If you think about it, it this is that's what this concept is about. At the end of the day. It's about second chances. It's about um, looking at something that you looked at previously and you said, you know, Mm -hmm. I I have no interest in this whatsoever, but maybe, maybe, uh, I didn't really give this enough of a chance. Mm -hmm. Or maybe at the time, I just didn't Mm -hmm. have...
3: Wasn't the right time and place, man. Like you, you, know, you got to be able to be critical of your own opinions. That was kind of a big part of it for me too. And honestly, with the, you know, we haven't hit the point where we've done that for me for the movies yet. But with the Walking Dead comics, like definitely, yeah. I realized that I was wrong back in the day. I was I acted like an asshole, and I thought I touched on the we, comics. And so good example
2: have a choice that we made. And uh, actually, Jake's uh, example is coming next month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Next month, next week, uh, when we uh, talk about uh, that again, it's um, it's all about taking a look. I mean, my favorite scene in the film uh, for Brothers is, is uh, Paul Giamatti actually bothering to go out of his way to help his friend by helping his friend get his you know wallet back. Oh, yeah. That was
0: my
3: favorite, uh, that was one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> I mean, 25-year-old no ignored the Evil Dead remake or some shit like that, you know, so. <laughs> I, don't know if I can see it. Like, what a scene, now. No, they yeah.
5: didn't make it rain the <laughs> I do, I do see your point, though. That is not something that just any acquaintance would do for you. know, <laughs> yeah. former meth lab, you know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Maybe yeah. yeah. you're crawl crawling on the floor. It's <laughs> watching that biscuit pile. <laughs> fucking springs for the wall. <laughs> see what, uh, what uh, amino acids he was putting his
0: hands in as he was crawling into that room.
5: Not to mention that even under normal circumstances, how toxic Jack's wallet might have been to handle.
3: <laughs> Can you imagine what that carpet smelled like?
1: Oh my god, why would uh, you say that out loud? I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Do the carpet match the drinks. Oh god. Probably. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh jeez. But uh, that's the thing,
2: this is not a, um, this movie actually did have that, now, uh, did we get, okay, we talked with Dustin, and uh, actually I think that's, and myself when it comes to, um, favored scenes, Uh, was there anybody else that had a, um, Actually,
5: Jake, what was your favorite scene in this movie? Well, I said uh, there was a, yeah, probably the best one was the uh, the the, the Merlot crack, but the uh, some of, there were a lot of really good scenes overall, um, and a lot of the little touches that were from. Like one that we didn't mention is a scene that I, I didn't really notice this on viewing, but I saw it in the IMDB comments, and I it, I was like, oh, that's funny. The scene where Stephanie beats the crap out of Jack. She's wearing a piece
3: of a t-shirt. <laughs> it's just like, I um, hey, that. <laughs> I'd have to give a vote to the fucking the whole golf course scene. Oh
0: yes, <laughs> that,
3: that dude, when he yeah. fucking pegs that golf course with uh, that golf cart with the ball.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> I'll that. I That's felt fair. that too because I've definitely been at like public. Yeah. You know, facilities like that and had people hassling. Us. fuck you. Apparently, that was the
5: actual author of the book who hit that ball because Paul Giamatti couldn't hit a ball to save his life.
3: See, that's dope. <laughs> that's cool because it has that little touch of the original dude in there.
5: Right. But well, yeah, I mean, I'll admit, they might have been arguing and backing things up, and I would have been frustrated to be behind them. But still, they was rude as hell to. Knock a golf ball right where they're standing. That's like not just rude; really, you, 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 the liability issue there, you know. <laughs> like, I like how uh, like yeah. Adam's family. Yeah, I like how Hayden Church uh,
0: was like, "Oh, uh, can I? Uh, should I?" And then he just goes after them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of right where the movie sort of turns around, if I remember it, right, too. Like, shortly before that is where it starts getting a little bit more light-hearted, and then the last half of it, until all the crustiness gets unveiled, is pretty light Yeah. They do a good job of bringing it back around and rem- reminding you that, like, actually these dudes are being pretty fucking scummy right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: hmm.
3: I don't, I don't know, man. I think it's a pretty fucking rad movie, actually, if mm-hmm. you, like, take it into count as, 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 like, a whole piece of a thing. <laughs> it's it's fucking, a of art. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it definitely is fucking cool. There, yeah. There's parts of it that drag a little bit, for sure, but I think that's kind of to be expected in this type of movie. There's parts of it that go beyond what it even needs to do to be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So it definitely has its fun moments. Mm-hmm.
5: And one thing that amuses me, this is a completely personal thing, but it amuses me on the count of the fact that Brandon has hated this movie for so long, and on the count of a certain other program that he hates, I believe to this day, but Miles' ex-wife is played by Jessica Heck, who played Susan, the one who stole away Ross's ex-wife, on Friends. Oh, so bad, I, I,
2: can't I can't. I can't. people like that. <laughs> I, I, I just probably
1: hate friends. I just,
2: still hate
1: friends. It's so bad. <laughs> friends, <laughs> <still> friends. <laughs> friends isn't that bad. I like the, friends. Most, friends. Bo- the most boring I know, people I know love friends and have seen every episode twice. Like, I just, yeah, I dude. Just, Still I still.
3: I'm not saying it's the best sitcom ever. That's ridiculous. I did get a kick out of the hole oh, You're not yeah. like
1: a 70 year old boomer at heart, so I don't know how you can like that show.
5: <laughs> I don't. Well,
3: well, yeah,
0: friends though. Like,
3: really friends was it. like so. new when I was a kid, so <laughs> I, I saw that all that. the time with my parents. You no, know, it yeah. was kind of one of those things. Like I do have nostalgia for Friends. Yeah. And I do love okay. Joey and fucking Chandler. I mean, I think universally those are lovable characters. You mm, know, if the I show had happened to originate in this kind of milk toast or whatever you call it. Uh,
2: I, have no interest. I have no I have no... I have nothing against I didn't like Friends because I just don't like it myself.
3: It's just I that sort of, kind of you. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just stupid sitcom shit. Oh, God. All right. But that's the thing is that
2: people can like Well, okay, well, name them. a quick
3: top three sitcoms so if you had to pick them, you know.
2: Top three sitcoms, uh, I Love Lucy, um, let's Cheer? see here, uh, Sitcoms, Cheers, yeah, Cheer? that's a good example. And,
5: uh, <laughs> and uh, um, crazy. Get <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The
0: Dick Van Dyke Show. Ooh. Could you call border Bath death
5: a sitcom? <laughs>
3: he might be like Mass fucking Third Rock from the Sun in that 70s show. Oh, I
2: sure. still right. got I, I saw got it off that there. like in my TV uh, thing that I did not long ago. I really, I had not watched it in its heyday, but I really enjoyed it when I got to actually do like a one national series. Uh, Third Rock, I mean I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, third act is great, dude. Most of the cast... hard to binge binge. Gosh, that thing is long. <laughs>
5: Most of the cast members in this film actually have notable roles on excellent TV shows. Virginia Madsen had a guest role for a few episodes on Frasier. Uh, MC Ganey had a oh, great... Yeah. MC Ganey had a wonderful recurring role on uh, Adventures of Briscoe County, Jr. That was a show that should have gone longer. And... Um, was and Paul Giamatti had a couple of appearances on Downton Abbey, so you know, they had some good stuff between them. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. But, uh, I think at the end of the day, we've got our favorite scenes. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts for this uh, particular movie?
1: Giamatti and Ralph Kent are both Jeff by the Oscars. Better, better than you'd think. That's Thank that's you. kind of my takeaway. Better than you'd think.
2: Yeah, it's
1: fun. Yeah, it's good. It's, I don't know if I
5: would say fun, but it,
1: it made in good humor. Oh, go ahead, it,
5: it created a lot of alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll say this. This is the type of movie that your girlfriend might think is fun to watch, and then you're going to end up having to have something else to do halfway through. So practice.
5: <laughs>
3: you know, maybe do a few push-ups. If she rents this shit, like get ready because you, <laughs> you're gonna have to do something to, you know, persuade the interest from this crap. Well, actually, <laughs> it's
1: not a movie that you're
3: watching, like, unless you're trying to watch, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
3: Like, you're not throwing this on as, like, a let's make some toast and, and, huddle on the couch type of a movie. <laughs> so,
0: You're, it, it's got I a lot mean,
3: either come in there bringing the ruckus ready to con- <laughs> It's got a lot of dialogue. Basically, dude. if this was your idea of like a date night with your chick, you better fucking be ready to take the piper, bro. Propology you second, know, do something <laughs> to make it worth her time. Or else this kind of nonsense, you know. <laughs> You're just going to write an apology in? Oh, <laughs> hey, would you consider
5: this a better date, man? So,
1: Justin, us? how's school going? <laughs> um, no comment on air. <laughs> what? <laughs>
5: I
3: was legitimately concerned. L-
1: no, not not, not, not I great. Learned, so. I want for the kiddies. Um, <laughs> Well,. It's been kind of a lot, so I sort of let pressure... The pressure kind of got to me after a point, and... Seems uh, like it, bro. Turn, turns out uh, we actually have an un- undiagnosed anxiety disorder, so we get to figure that out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but... No, well, I will just the say to you, sir, uh, uh, you know, prior uh, to knowing
3: uh, any of that... You've been an absolute fucking machine about it, dude. I've seen oh. a lot of your your social media posts. You've been working hard. We we try. So
1: so. Uh, uh, you deserve credit before anything else. Well, thank you. Hmm. Well, what? Uh, why
2: don't we go ahead? You and feel like and- you've
1: learned some shit? Or? Um, I mean, I always do. It's just you know having to prove it you know, like, taking a final where I've had, like, two hours of sleep and have been trying to write another thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Sideways is a pretty decent movie if you can get past the crippling depression that it conveys in every minute of film. I
3: don't know what you said there, bro. My internet's been all kind of crazy how many minutes ago. But,
1: uh, yeah, that's, that's where I am on that. As somebody who recently had to, yeah, I'm uh, gonna uh, Clearly, clearly, me and me in Two days. So. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of the stuff in this kind of hit me a little hard because it's like, oh, his life is terrible. <laughs> I understand this so well. You know,
5: actually, the uh, jazzy music is also one of the reasons I made Charlie Brown connection. I was sitting there listening to it and going, oh man, this. Yeah,
1: it really
4: feels like what? a grown up Charlie
1: Brown episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard Charlie Brown music and I've had just enough wine to start doing the song like, inadvertently. You didn't? That's a classic song. <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and start wrapping uh, things up. Yeah, um, I uh, I gotta get going, so I'm gonna do myself first. Okay, Excellent. So, uh... I'm uh, Dustin, also known as the Crypt of Horrors on YouTube and Twitter. I collect horror movie stuff here in Milwaukee while I go to yeah, school. Yeah, uh,
3: Dustin, you're doing good, man. I will. You seem will. like you've been really putting in work on your your education. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, well, we haven't had any. I have an Instagram for my horror stuff too. I haven't had any new videos for a while because I keep getting like stopped from doing things, um, just because I have to do my school stuff first. And there's so much of it, um, like I am supposed to. I was supposed to have a review of Shout Factory's Blob come out. I was supposed to do a review for uh, the Silent Hill Blu-ray. I wanted to do one for Prophecy. I got a screener for Bad CGI Sharks, which I was really hyped about, and then just I never ever had time to watch it before the screener expired. So there's been so much stuff I've been so excited to do that. I just keep being stopped from doing, but uh, I'm going to ask them, I'm going to ask them to renew it, and I'm going to try to pump out as soon as I can, so, plus, I have a ton of stuff since my last pickups video that has been ready to go, so, like, we've got new vinyls, we've got new figures, we've got new blu-rays, god damn, do we have a lot of new (laughs) blu-rays, Yo, know, stuff is coming! Just, yo. Know. Maybe not this week. <laughs> yeah, so, I was trying to be uh, yeah. cool, and, like, I
3: so. did a fall haul thing, like, I kept it back so I could do, like, what you guys were doing, but then I just piled up like a motherfucker real quick.
1: It kind of makes it hard to, like, concentrate on other stuff because you've got, like, this pile of, like, 30 movies and it's like, okay, I've watched some of these, I need to talk about some of them, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it's like, okay, I can't shoot anything right now, and it just, like, piles up, and then it's like, you have to remember to yeah. do it. You, you know, it, you, you, you know, you got like a few happens
3: of shit. You got uh, like a mm-hmm. two for three dollar sale, flush with cash both times, and it's just piled up on yeah, your and, shelf. And,
1: and the some demo, people people have been requesting me to do like a vinyl collection like walkthrough, which uh, I need to I need to figure out how to actually do that logistically, instead of just you know it's like here's the crappy shelf and then just like pull stuff uh, off the pretty shelf. Pretty much need together. another person. Yeah. I pretty much need to figure out like a good way to do that. Huh. Or you, uh,
3: do you click overview of the shelf handheld and you put a fucking camera on a tripod and show the records that are like your choice shit off each shelf, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and I, I got for the thirteenth, uh, they reissued part three on vinyl and it's glorious, and they also put out uh part six on vinyl for the first time. So that's pretty uh they've been pretty cool. Uh I haven't finished listening to the entire Part 6, but it's one of the better Friday soundtracks, I think.
3: So you get caught up with that. You can um, do like, monthly updates on that shit, whether you have it or not. You could be like, yeah, this looks cool.
1: But, well, I mean, I have... My point is, I have stuff planned, so also I still want to do my own spinoff with interviews and stuff. It's just that there's so much to do for school, that it's not necessarily... It'll just appear one day. <laughs> So it'll get done when it's done. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter where you can see all of my madness in real time. Um, follow me on Instagram. Uh, I've been trying to post more there lately. And subscribe to my channel so that, you know, it'll be more rewarding when I do finally get stuff posted. <laughs> but uh, with that, I've got to sign off uh, so that I can finish... Setting up my classes for the semester tomorrow morning. So, well, God uh, to take care, everybody. In. I don't know. Bye. Uh, and thanks for getting me to watch this movie, because this movie was actually pretty decent. Nice. Good so, deal. Um, so, uh, Jake, um, tell
2: us a little bit about yourself and the channel. Um, hmm.
5: Okay. Well, I'm Jake, and I'm a um, big time uh, movie watcher, fan, commentator general on our movie, uh, anime and television, music as well, comics, all that fun stuff. Um, and of course I frequently, uh, guest not only on this channel, but also YouTube channel World, where, uh, we just finished last night a really fun video. I think we had good time with it. We're going to talk about... We each picked 10 individuals, 10 individual roles <clears throat> that were really snubbed by the folks at Oscar. Uh, <clears throat> and I led off talking about Paul Giamatti's surprising snub for this tonight's film. Uh, it wasn't technically one of my 10, but I led off with that one. Right, like so that's a fun video. That'll be out sometime this week and we got you know, all kind of other good videos. I'll let Brandon give you the, the, the full rundown and um I have my own Nature Thing channel, code Jake. There's a few videos on there. Once I get my new computer and get my new program added and can edit at home, that channel will see an uptick of activity and it's possible that my Criterion series will get restarted once I can start editing it. That would be lovely.
2: <laughs> Actually, while you're yep. talking, uh, let yep. us know because you're going to be the host of next I week. Re- yes, when I you really re- host has- chances. So I- uh, go ahead and let us know about next week's uh, movie. Yes, yes.
5: There are a few movies that I was introduced to. Kyle and talked about being used to introduced to something I'm going even earlier. I'm going high school. There are a few movies I was introduced to in high school that I really hated at the time. And since then I have seen the graduate and love it. The first time I saw it though, I hated it. So, um, (laughs) so So it's a similar sort of vibe. It was between two movies and I decided to go with the old Robert Mitchum film, Night of the Hunter. It's a film that is heavily acclaimed. I think it was maybe up for some Oscars. It's on the Criterion Collection. It seems like it should be a movie I love, but the first time I saw it, oh, I hated it. So I'm curious to see what I'll think about it this time.
3: <laughs> Which one did you submit, Dave? I'm curious to see how many people kept in theme or if it was. Like... Cat
5: on
0: Nine Tales.
3: Ah. You didn't like that?
0: At the, to- at the time, I did not. It was... Just, it's
3: honestly not one, one that's left a huge impression on me, so I can't... I know I've seen it and own it. I just couldn't tell you about it. I, I have to go back uh, b- uh, back to it. I have to climb a mountain just to get to it
0: right now. Um, climb the um, hill. Oh. Climb the hill. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
5: As my team.
0: Well, thank
3: uh, thank uh, you guys for having me in, in on this. Uh, this is fun.
5: Oh yeah, it's fun. I was I was excited about tonight because I love the movie and I wanted to know how many other people even it <laughs> I'm <glad> I was able <laughs> to show you guys
0: uh,
3: the <laughs> one that we did went on before because uh, uh, it is an oddball one that we uh, that we. Oh, uh, Samurai. Semi- semi- <laughs> semi- yeah, check uh, out that. Uh, give that one a look too.
2: <laughs> um, Mosley, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Oh, shit, bro. Like, I'm reviewing some Thundercats, some Master System, and some Hentai games on the Famicom on my main channel. Talking I hear about, it? Like, uh,
2: in your tavern, uh, I hear the, the rumor about the, uh, a, uh, go-over of the G.I. Joe series.
3: Oh well, yeah. I'm also doing like an episode for episode thing for the classic GI Joe. That's going to be going on for at least the next, uh, f- you know, few months on my comic club channel. So if you guys are interested in comic books, ch- definitely check out Happy Hour Comic Club.
5: So is that uh, one surviving that just, uh, nostalgia?
2: That was uh, that's right up my alley. I just haven't had the uh, chance to check it out yet, but uh, no. I definitely uh, I loved uh, I loved the uh, well, I, I used to be all into the toys growing up. So, uh, I can't really,
3: um. Well, dude, my next, uh, my, my thing that I'm working on right now, outside of just basically reading the shit out of The Walking Dead, which is one thing I did want to touch on before we close this out, because it, you know, has to do with the whole main purposes. But, uh,. Like, definitely, I've been reviewing these books for the, C- you know, cbr.com. I'm sure you guys, if you, if you guys follow comics, you know the website, right? Mm-hmm. I know, of it. They have, like, a top yeah. ten of 2019, so I'm, re- I'm reading and reviewing everything that they did for the Oh, list. very cool. Very
2: cool. Uh,
3: that
2: sounds like, it sounds like a bunch of fun. Uh, at the end of the day we, we, we look at it. And I, I have fun with the channel. I, I still I, I'm in love with the Master System uh, thing and uh, maybe it didn't do but I still like it. So um. Well I, we'll I'm have to get you in on
3: maybe one of those. That'd be pretty fucking because, cool. Because
2: uh, the Master System was one of the systems and I just appreciate as I was growing up. And uh, not many, you know in Europe it was huge. I mean uh, in yep, the UK, Europe Brazil. The Master System was Big, and uh, but here it just it didn't go over, and uh, it's just oh. awesome to see any appreciation for it. I had I had a master system. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Rebel gaming club has it now. Uh, but um, oh, I know. It was uh, it was an awesome system.
3: I had one I was like I don't even know, man. Probably like eight or nine, <laughs> like in that age range it was a temporary thing for sure I um, some
5: day's I'm, I'm, looking here, I'm looking here at CDR and they've got an image of the Mario Brothers film and it's kind of a shame no one picked that for this theme. but <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you guys' quick thoughts on the Mario I Brothers, say the Mario Brothers it says 10 non-anime movies you didn't realize were Isekai <laughs> No, good like
2: I, I enjoyed the Mario Brothers film,
3: so I couldn't have actually uh, put that on there. It was. Yeah. I, mean, I, like, it a good I, I thought, thought it was the Mario Brothers movie really was fucking well awesome. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what do you really want of a Mario Brothers movie? It's. An, I. That, that's why I ask people, and I still get no answer. It's like. uh... <laughs> Nintendo okay, is yeah, like, because it forces them to really think about what, well, okay, if they were going to do a Mario 3 movie, at the time, what would it have been, dude? It's, it's like, well, you we don't really have an answer, and that's because the movie God is the fucking answer, you know? It was oh, actually fun. I enjoyed it, so, fun. I mean,
2: Bob Hoskins was drunk during the whole time, so that's just, like, right there. Um. Uh, so, oh, go and, uh, before I hand this back over to Dave, um, of course, uh, I'm Septum Sen of Septim Sen versus the World. And uh, we are all about that physical media, which is just in and of itself a wonderful thing. It does. I, uh, we cover a lot of that, that, and all of that on uh, various weekly things. We've gotten it to where we are five days a week, posting different videos, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping to eventually get Camp Blood watched. I'm trying to watch uh, it on the big TV <coughs> to give it a fair shot. I've got it on Blu-ray, after all, and it really deserves that. Uh, that'll be my next major review. But uh, as of the week, we are going strong. I uh, actually posted part one of my anime, um uh, my anime what was it um well the uh, anime stroll as i call them where we uh, where i go through my actual collection in depth and uh, talk about different uh, things and this time it's about anime and uh i've i enjoy doing that and uh that's every third. i mean it's every monday then every tuesday and Uh, Wednesday we have our usual pickups and news. Thursday continues our Anhedonia uh, actually I keep saying Anhedonia and that's a mess up. Uh, Hopefully when we get an interview with the director uh, we'll uh, discuss that. Uh, Anhedonia uh, pictures which uh, also is a lot of uh, different things. It's a mixed bag of things that are loved and disliked. And we talk about that uh, well, I talk about that every Thursday as I review his, um, as I review the films from that particular era, and then Friday we are, of course, doing some Academy Awards uh, stuff. Matter of fact, that's going to be in most Fridays until uh, the awards ceremony itself, and then afterwards. Um, upcoming, uh, we have uh, on Friday of uh, this coming week, we are talking about actors that uh, should have been nominated for at least at least nominated for an Academy Award for the roles and performances uh, and um, have not been like Paula Giamatti for sideways and um, next week we talk about the things that uh, I'm sure Dave you would appreciate times what Oscar did wrong and we have uh, we've uh, we both Jacob and I have a uh, uh talked together about this, and we've come up with 10 uh, items, so uh, uh, it's going to be an enjoyable one, and then uh, our next week uh, Friday will be our uh, predictions for the wins, and then our next Friday after that will be our discussion about the Oscar uh, wins and, um, and what we thought. So, it's going to be a pretty uh, awesome thing. Uh, We always love this time of year because, uh, you know, that's that glitz and glamour of Hollywood, you know. Um, Despite uh, the tarnish that has fallen on it, we still try and appreciate what what glamour there is left on it. And, of course, uh, as usual, we also... Uh, participate on inside movies galore and we are hoping to uh, do more and more uh, compilations. Uh, Jake himself was on uh, one uh, today and uh, I hope to be on more myself as the future goes. But I will hand this back over to Dave uh, for you to finish it out. Alrighty ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Stragan. I have
0: ran um, (laughs) Delusions of Grandeur as well as Inside Movies Galore, uh, well, Inside Movies Galore with you uh, you guys, for the most part, and uh, uh, um, it is a podcast discussion about films of all kinds. Originally, it was started out as a horror film uh, 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 podcast, but we have broadened our horizons and added a few uh, misfits along the way, and uh, I think we enjoy ourselves. Uh, uh, daily and we, uh, we, uh, On the reasons of grandeur, I do my own video uh, reviews uh, of uh, films that I have watched. Maybe not as of lately but, uh, because things on the home front have been kind of taking its toll. But, um, I do still plan on getting some reviews out there and there. I know I f- I, I feel Dustin on everything, because I've got like 30,000 movies here that are tied up. Each t- at time something comes out, I do have to get it, but it takes me a while to go on and, uh, about them and my thoughts on them. So. <laughs> Sitting down and actually having the energy to do it is a whole another story. <laughs> but uh, I do plan on get- getting some more, uh, more ease out. I do have a stack where I'm going, to- going through, plus I've been asked as well by uh, Ann Hadini of of Films to uh, go go on about uh, um, uh, his films. And I do plan on picking up many of his films in the nearby future, too. Um, I do have something in the works. Um, I am going to be producing behind someone new um, that I have not before. Uh, So just producer uh, producer but it's a a documentary that I am producing behind so definitely keep a lookout for that once it comes out I'll give uh, I'll probably uh, begin to give you guys a title maybe probably next week once I have actually paid for it but um, if anyone is interested it's actually up under my name already uh, on IMDb,
2: so <laughs> um, we started to cover kind of Wrestle Massacre on the show. We, we should do like a uh, like a production uh, month where we just cover the production.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah, I, I would be glad we go on about uh, about about it, Maybe we can do it as a pre-show thing, or yeah. something like that, just to keep things going with the uh, with our
2: regular podcast or something of that yes. I still but have a couple of them just sitting in my collection.
0: Next week, I was planning on uh, uh, since we didn't do El Mariachi this week, I was planning on doing the trilogy
5: mm-hmm.
0: of yeah. El Mariachi, Desperado, of mm-hmm. next week before the show. Mm-hmm. No. If good. you're... If anyone is willing to come on about it, uh, definitely be aware that
3: that is going to, ha- uh, is going to happen. So, uh, so, What are we doing, uh, against the wine-drinkers? <laughs>
0: well, there will be no more whining for the show.
5: <laughs> uh, we'll you- no, be, be the copious amounts of tequila for that one. <laughs> Yep. Bring your pistol
3: out. You All right. I'm down for this. <laughs> uh,
0: we're, we're definitely going to go out with a bang. I think we're going to go on a half hour earlier than 7 o'clock, uh, o'clock my time. Uh, that way it gives us some room to talk about three films in one. So... If, uh, if if any of you gents want to join me
2: on that Robert Rodriguez journey, mm-hmm. <laughs> I might try them I mean, one because they're they're excellent films, and I have the trilogy sitting there. I just gotta get the time to watch uh, it. Uh, now, sometime. time. People, too. Up. Uh, uh, I'm back in college again because they, they require me to take courses to uh, train people. So uh, now I'm uh, well, It'll, um, be so in, it'll be interesting
0: It'll be interesting Doing them back to back As well uh, 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 Trying to oh, yeah. time it out Really well to, to go into The next one like we, we gotta be able to time it a little bit I mean we'll have a little bit of freedom to do, but, uh, but you know <laughs> We're trying to cram in Four films one night
3: well. <laughs> Is this still I mean, live or is it just me? Huh? Hmm? I think it's still alive, bro. Yeah,
0: it yeah. Is. We're still alive. Oh, we are still alive. <laughs> uh, that's my uh, bro, I'm just uh, I'm just about to kill it. So. everyone say good night. Right? good night. Good night. Good night.
3: Good night, baby. I'll be th-
2: Picture of Killaway's wife. What? Uh oh. Margaret! You son of a bitch!
0: Jeez, I figured you had a sense of humor. After all, you married her? Ah! That's gotta
3: hurt. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Hi. <laughs> uh, right. I'm Larry. This is my brother, Daryl. That's my other brother, Daryl. <laughs>